Welcome everybody to the Built Different Podcast. This is episode four of Off the Backboard and we in person, boys. We in person. This is comfy. This is roomy. How are you guys feeling? Like, how are you guys? I'm good right now. Um, I like um, this. Yeah, I'm great, Matt. You just look greasy still. (laughs) (laughs) This is crazy. This is crazy. What did I do to you? Dude, you're sipping on you're sipping on the nipple Gatorade. Look, look at this guy. Like, we're, can we can we zoom in on this guy? Look at this guy. He got the <laughs> looks like he's about to pull out a blue eyes white dragon. He doesn't know what's going on over there. <laughs> you got blue eyes white dragon out of that. Oh, that's that that's crazy. <laughs> so listen, I got an important question for you guys to kick this off. Um, we're gonna get into what we're gonna talk about later, but my important question to you guys is: How do you feel? About Luis Scola. Luis Scola. So he was low key in the early to mid two thousands, late or uh, early to mid two thousand tens, late two thousands. He was a great, great role player. Yeah, phenomenal uh, role player. He could pass. He could shoot. He could drive. He was he was a really good role player. Never a star, but he just did his job. Yeah, he got drafted in two thousand two and didn't play until two thousand seven. That's what I was he saying. Just, he just late chilled in Spain until <laughs> mid to late 2010s. He chilled in Spain until 2007, and he just came in and he did decent for the Rockets. Bro, imagine drafting somebody and they don't play for you for, for five years. years. <laughs> this is bananas. <laughs> but once he did, he was good. Oh, like he for me, chilling. he's like he's like a hero to me. To me, he's like in the hero same boat with Al, Al Horford. Like, Horford? like he's in the same boat. He didn't have Horford. the peak as Al Horford, like, but as far as playing their role, they're pretty wait, similar in players. Yeah. What you mean he didn't have the peak of Al, Al, Al Horford? Al Horford was an All Star multiple years in so? Atlanta. I'm I'm saying like as far as who, who was better at their best times. Yeah, Al Horford was better, but I, I agree with, with you. That. Oh, you're bugging the fuck out. You're I ain't gonna lie, Louis Scola, Scola. He will give Al Horford buckets. He'd give Al Horford buckets. I don't, bro, there's no bro. Sh- yes, he he, he got that one All Star appearance off that bullshit. <laughs> the worst number one seed of all time. Not, not gonna lie, Matt. Um, Luis Scola's best year was eighteen and eight. Like, come Horford, on, bro. Al Horford's best year was eighteen and eight. Well, I mean, but it's it either buckets. You would either you would either take though. so for Horford, you would either take eighteen and eight or seventeen and ten, whichever year you would want. Because obviously the rebounds are a little bit different. It didn't um, amount to team success, but... Nah, you, but you are bugging, though. <laughs> You're bugging a little bit. I'll say numbers aren't everything, nah. bro. Nah. The fact that they I mean, the same numbers nah. don't mean Luis shit. Scola, though, I mean, he was a hero, man. Like, just seeing, like, just a, an average... Good. I know he's foreign. You know, he's he's Argentine, Argentina guy. But, like, just to see just a regular-looking white guy just giving the NBA buckets. He, he looked that? like he should have been, like, a, a mechanic. But he was giving people buckets. A mechanic? So did you not witness Steve No Novak? Well, no, but that's why Steve Novak was Bono also... Ginobili. I okay. mean, again, he was also Argentinian, but... Matt Bonner? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Luis Scola, I mean, like... <laughs> but in regards to Steve Novak, that guy was... Discount, discount double-checked. Double Dude, that guy, that had discount. me real excited as a Knicks fan. Um, but what we're, what we're, what we're going to do today um, is we're going to take you through every team... Um, we're gonna we're gonna talk about you know what happened the offseason plus kind of a combination of what to look forward to. Obviously, there's some teams that had no movement whatsoever in the offseason. They're not really worthy to talk about, so those will be quick. But obviously, you got your teams like 
like, you know, the Nets that had a busy offseason and, you know, the Lakers and, you know, the Pelicans. Well, not the Pelicans going to have a busy offseason, but there's going to be a lot to talk about there. Um, but obviously, I say we should start off with something that most recently happened. Big shit. Uh, Matt, you wanted to really talk about this. So why don't, why don't you lead us off? Bro, here? all right. So we got the Boston Celtics. Just came off of a finals run. Sadly, it ended in six games. Start off the offseason real hot, getting Malcolm Brogdon, getting the re-signing the good the pieces they needed to, shipping off the ones they didn't. And then offseason just ends with a very sour note of their head coach, Ime Doka, getting suspended being for the horny. whole year for having <laughs> relations with a associate of the a staff member of the team. Well, being married to Neil Long. Which is wild, because when you're cheating on Neil, crazy Long, bro, come on, crazy. Bro. He's out of his mind. Out of his fucking mind. He he's fumbling the bag as far as with women. But what do you, do you guys? Just a quick quick question: Is he supposed to be the one taking the sole responsibility on that? It was a consensual I mean, relationship. What yeah, do you mean? What when you when you sit here as an organization, especially like the Boston Celtics, right? Mm-hmm. Like Boston One Celtics, of the most they're not franchises of all time. they're not your regular franchise. They're you know they're pristine. They have a lot of championships. Yeah. You know what? They're supposed to be this professional relationship. I mean, I thought the same as you initially. Probably is like this shouldn't be as big of a deal as it is. But then when you think about it. You know, now your your head coach is a guy who cheated on his wife with someone on the team. Both of them are still going to be around. Well, I mean, I don't know what happened to her. Um, but now he's, he's said suspended. Who yeah, and then, you know, he's suspended and everything. It kind of, it's not the right attention for a team that's trying to win a championship. Now, maybe if they were like, you know, some team that was rebuilding, you could probably kind of get away with throwing this under a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as a as an organization that represents themselves the way that they do, I completely agree with the decision. I'm honestly surprised he didn't get fired. But yeah, I honestly, that's the I definitely did too. Because when they said they weren't sure how long the suspension would be or if it would be further actions, I thought they were going to go and fire his ass. Yeah, I mean, he was just horny. Like, you know who you are and what you are to the team. Yeah. Like, especially a being. What is this? Finally figured it out. This is his what? This was his first year of being that a head coach. Yeah. Right? Last year was his first. So head coach why experience. would you even put yourself in that position? No, I that, agree with you. He. It was. I stupid. would be more open to not open to it, but like it would be more like unsurprising if it came yeah. from a coach that's been there for a while. Yeah, Greg Pop out here wilding. If <laughs> <laughs> it was Greg Pop, that would be insane. <laughs> Becky Hammond. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, as a first-time head coach, that is not how you want to. That's not how you want to come in. And honestly, so how much do you think this affects the team? Because I personally, I think it was Imadoka's schemes who got them through them them playoffs like runs where it was. Where Tatum wasn't scoring well, Brown wasn't scoring well. The one series, like uh, Thomas said last episode, Marcus Smart was the best player in one of those series yeah. because yeah. of his defense effect effectiveness. That Ime Doka was setting the schemes out for. So, like, do you do you think like because they only have an interim coach right now that has never had head coaching experience? So, like, how how much do you think this affects their upcoming season? I think the Celtics are disciplined enough. To where it won't be similar to the Warriors without Kerr, but along those lines, 
they might not have the success that the Warriors did, but I think that they'll be able to keep it together enough. Luke Walton had uh, so, the Warriors going on a 28 win streak. I don't know. I'm gonna disagree. I'm gonna disagree, and the reason I'm gonna disagree is because we kind of saw this team under Brad Stevens, and we all thought Brad Stevens was a ridiculously good coach. Probably is. Who knows? But I think obviously he's in the right spot in the front office because I think that's his true talent is putting a team together, building a team, that kind of thing. So there's nothing wrong with it. And then this guy comes in, and they end up making the finals. Now, what have you? You can say what you want about the East and how it shook up, um, but I don't know. And we, we kind of hear these underlying stories of Jalen Brown and, and Jason Tatum not really, you know, getting along too well. Yeah. Um, Jalen Brown, oh, I mean, Jalen Brown was very vocal during the trade process. Stormy, <laughs> Fucking, yeah, we Stormy got a cat now. Busted her yeah, ass. we got a cat now. Get off of there, Stormy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, but... You know, we also Jalen Brown was very vocal during the whole Kevin Durant trade process that didn't happen Mm -hmm. about how he kind of felt about it. And I think with not having a solid leader there, I mean, you know, maybe this maybe this coach is is a very solid leader, uh, but like the coach that's going to be the interim coach. Um, But you're going to need to keep those two on a good level. And I don't. I don't know. There, there's a lot of personalities now. Like now, now we're throwing in Malcolm Brogdon into it. Who else did you say? Um, that they got, um, they got a bunch of uh, no, they they only got Malcolm Brogdon and uh, JD Davison as new pieces, and they uh, JD Davis was obviously yeah. a rookie second round pick, but they the, everyone else they just did the resignings. So stuff. yeah, so now they, now you're throwing in you know Malcolm Brogdon into a whole a team with a whole bunch of good guys. Also very injury. Yeah, prone. I mean based off of their talent alone, I can see where you're going. Based off of their talent alone, they should still be really good. It's just. Finals again? To me, no, it's, it's, it's not just that, though. It's like, if he can't be there physically, but if you think that he's going to have nothing to do with the team, you're, you're sadly that's, mistaken. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So either way, regardless, that he's still going to be around. Yeah. He's still going to be around. He just can't he be had, there. He had this, like, aggressiveness, this, like, this leadership role over those two specifically. I mean, everybody else, like, you have Horford, you have Smart. Brogdon's a really underrated leader. Um, but like what he was able to do is really just sit there and just like put Tatum and Brown in their place. Yeah. Um, so Some I don't know. Guys. I don't know how destructive it would be for those two to just kind of do their own thing. Um, but I guess time time is only going to tell. Um, so you know, will the team be okay ultimately? Oh, I am what wrong. They own? also did bring in Gallinari, which I feel is a big. But he's done. I mean, he's, he's out already. for the season already. He is. Yeah. I, I didn't see yeah. that then. So yeah. Daniel Gallinari, yeah, he got destroyed and yeah, he destroyed his knee, right? First, what, first game, ball? yeah, first game. Oh, that's tough. First I, I didn't, I didn't even see that. Which sucks, that. you know. Shout out to Daniel Gallinari, a very solid player um, over the years, but you know, just another unfortunate injury for his career. He, he's, he's never really been overs. able to keep it. Yeah. You know, when he was with the court. Nuggets, he was getting injured left and right. But Jason, Robert Williams' injury is very big for them as well. Yes, that yeah. is what, yeah. to me, would be the, the deciding factor in their season. Is if he stays healthy or yeah, not? Yeah, if he never yeah. gets healthy, it, it's not going to work. Yeah. And that's my issue is I thought I they know. probably should have brought in another big man because I, was I don't for a backup, yeah. Because I mean, Al Horford's only getting older. 
They got Blake Griffin now. I yeah, guess. they signed him today or yesterday. They signed. What was Blake it yesterday? Griffin. Yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah, I think they, it was yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't know. You didn't see that. Yeah, they yeah. signed him, Blake Griffin. But I mean, like at the end of the day, Blake Griffin, <laughs> Blake Griffin is not about to bring any type of defense that Robert Blake Griffin Ryan. isn't oh shit. God, that was a waste. Is a top five defensive big man. Blake Griffin was a waste of money. No, that's a good point because if if Robert Williams gets hurt, I mean Al Horford's only getting older. Yeah, he did what he did in the playoffs, but how long he, are we going to get he, that out of? Al he Horford? can't do that for a whole yeah. season. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I say, I say, thankfully, spurts. thankfully, the Thunder rested him at the end oh, of yeah. that season that he played for yeah, them, which gave I think him another jump gave him year. a good season. But now we're talking about he just played a whole season, yeah. um, a one-year deal, yeah. Blake Griffin. But you know, Al Horford played that whole season, um, played into the playoffs, played into the finals. You know, jumped right into training camp. I don't know how his body's gonna hold up, so I I definitely do think that's a that's a good point. But what about what about Jason Tatum? You know, this is gonna be another year under his belt. Now he has Finals experience under his belt. Uh, Jason Tatum's always a toss up with me, because yes, he has the potential to be a top. People are already saying he's a top ten, top seven player in the league right now. Yeah. To me, well, like, where, where he, would you rank him? He has but anywhere from seven to twelve. I don't have I don't have an official top ten just because every you, Matt's, year Matt's somebody's guy. Ju- <laughs> every year people are fluctuating so much and then like it's still hard to rank where you got like LeBron and KD at certain points just because they still can easily show you like LeBron averaged thirty last year KD averaged twenty eight last year but he was injured half the season and it's just like they can show you that they can still go out there and fucking ball but they can't lead the team as what they used to be able to. So it's hard to rank guys like that. And then are you going and throwing Jokic, Embiid, Luka over these guys? Giannis, I already feel like he is the best player in the league right now. This is the best player in the league. Yeah, but throwing all those guys, it's tough to for me to just straight up be like, oh, yeah, I'm throwing Luka over KD and LeBron. It's just like, so that's why my, I, I think I am too, but yeah. it's. Wait, like, what happened? I'm throwing Luka over KD and Braun right now. It's, yeah, 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 yeah. I am too. Yeah, but it's yeah, just yeah. like so now my my top ten from last year is already f- flipped upside down, and I I have to restructure my shit hundred percent. I haven't really thought about it yet. You know how much hate that we're about to get from that right there? I mean, well, I don't over. Know. I mean, we have to consider the fact like listen, Kevin too. Kevin Durant's my favorite player um right now in the league and will be until he retires. But like, you gotta stay on the court, man. Like. I understand that you you didn't miss any because he made a statement recently that kind of like got me a little upset when he said I didn't miss any games like you know I'm I've been here but it's like you're injured though you're injured half the time yeah what he's saying is he doesn't take games off when he's healthy but he's out right. half, half the season the last two because seasons because I promise you if Kevin Durant like was able to stay on the court last year while you know Harden was you know just existing and Kyrie was Kyrie wasn't the there even towards shit. that I think they would have had a better seed and maybe get a little oh, bit further in the playoffs yeah for sure oh yeah they, if they, if they don't, didn't face Boston yeah. first round they would have yeah. been such a bad literally all they had to do was not play Boston in yeah because Boston they had the matchup set. I mean, granted, I don't know how well they would have did against Milwaukee if Chris Middleton does not get hurt. True. Yeah. Well, where do you where do you have Jason Tatum? Um, he's top ten, but probably lower towards the top. 10. Yeah, probably yeah, like that's where nine, yeah, that's where I'm yeah. floating yeah. around. But when when we when we bring it back to the Luca thing, and I know it's just completely off topic. But like yeah, KD, you, you gotta stay on the court. I mean, for for as good of a player as he is, him just being on the court and he needs to understand 
Like, which is why I wish he just took care of his body. Like, just you, you're a multi-millionaire. Bro, all like, he does guy, is hoop. Like, yeah, for a guy just, who literally only cares about just stepping on the floor and balling the fuck out. That's the thing. Out, like, when he steps he on the floor. He doesn't do like what LeBron like, does. Every offseason, LeBron puts over a million dollars into his workout regimen. Why has KD never thought to do something like that? For a, a guy who's as skinny and lanky yeah. as he's, he's naturally gifted, been. he is yeah. naturally gifted, but you can't take advantage. His of body that shit. is like his body is brittle. Like, like ever since that major injury he got, um, I believe his foot injury on one of his last years with OKC. Yeah. Ever Against since Memphis, then, it's right? almost I been like a Memphis. major injury every single year. And it's like, yeah, you know, do what you do. You're a demon, but it, you know, if you want, and I get it, you know, he doesn't really want the legacy, but I think like his comments and social social media can say otherwise. Um, I don't, you got to stay on the court. That's why I don't put him over Luka. And then with LeBron, the sad thing is, is like, yeah, LeBron is still great. He's still able to give you 30 and 40, but it's not a game-winning 30 and 40 anymore. Yeah, sadly. That, that's the there, was, there was many efforts last year where LeBron gave you 40, 50, 35. That's they the thing, though. That team that. was and so bad. That team was terrible. That team was so but bad that, like, done this I don't even think Cleveland. that this Cleveland, was a fair he, chance to even say that. Cleveland, he had terrible teams where he would put up 50 and they'd be winning by 30. Because, be so honest with you, like, what other player in NBA history, I don't give a damn if they're in their prime or not, what what what, what player are you going to put on that team and they're going to do anything differently? What, what player would you put to substitute him? Too. I'm bugging. Also, that's a hot take. That's a um, hot take. I honestly, genuinely think um, it depends what Jason Tatum you get. I would, I would love to see Jason Tatum in that situation because I think when he's on, he could take over in a way. Um, and Giannis. I mean, there'd be a lot more pressure on Giannis. He but said that, all time. You're gonna go JT. Oh, I mean all time. Oh, all time. I mean, yeah. I'm, I Michael Jordan would get them to the playoffs. Kobe would got them to the playoffs. Kobe did get that team to the playoffs. We're talking in their prime because I, I mean, bro, that with shit this team Lakers with team, this, with this Lakers team, with LeBron the same his, way that the yes, season played out. Yes, LeBron in his prime would bring them. Jordan in his prime would bring them, and I believe Kobe in his prime would bring them to at least the playoffs. Not like anything. Not crazy. to anything crazy, but, but I think LeBron playoffs. in his prime would would have been perfect for this team. Kobe had Schmush Parker as a second best player. He got the because what LeBron doesn't have right now um, that he had before was his ability to like absolutely control the paint. That's the difference. Is that right now he's yeah, kind of hanging on? Scared to run inside yeah. half the time now. Which I don't, I don't blame lane, him. Sure, he will fuck that I shit up. I absolutely don't blame him. He it's and he doesn't have that foot speed to just off the first step. But prime LeBron so would have such an inside somebody. presence that it'd be leaving more guys open. I'll say you. They you can't shoot. Him. They leave them open anyway. I don't know. I mean, you nowadays you just Malik, see LeBron. If Malik Monk shot six open shots, I promise you could at least make three. Malik Monk was the one high point many, last year that we had that wasn't LeBron. Um, I don't know how many times I lost on that nigga not not make, make, make <laughs> Same. Like, <laughs> fuck Malik Monk. <laughs> Whoa, Malik, I lost so Malik much Monk money on that guy last year, bro. Let him be. Yes, he wasn't yeah, consistent. Go to, take your ass to the Kings. So go I, ahead. That's a good go ahead. for the Kings. So Let's I think, go ahead, I think we can wrap up Andy the Celtics with one question. Do you think they'll be okay? Where do you think they finish in the East? To me, I feel like it's like V-Man said. I feel like they can be. I don't. They, I don't feel like they're going to the finals again. But barring injury, I think this team could still be a very successful team. But I, if if Smart or Robert Williams goes down, I feel like the start that they had last year could drag out till this year. Okay, that's definitely fair. What do you think? What do you um, think I could still give them. If they just do what they're supposed to do, 
again, like Matt said, barring injuries, all that. I still believe that they could be a top three to four team in the East. Like, I, yeah, it's not too far fetched. Because again, the Celtics are one of those teams that it's like they have a system that works. And th- their players fit well within that system. You just need that voice that like, Ime was. They're not... The way, well, they can score with the best of them. They're not a scoring team. They're a defensive team. It's a lot easier... Not easier to play defense, but it's a lot easier to play defense than it is to play offense. When an offensive team, you got to play against the opponent and just the natural elements of, you know, not being able to make shots and shit. Yeah. On the defensive end, you can just, all right, I got to buckle down. That's it. So I have them behind. First off, I have them behind the Bucks. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like the Bucks yeah. are probably gonna be first seed. I have them behind the Nets, and we'll we'll dig into my Nets opinion later because I listen. I I saw a picture of Ben Simmons, Kyrie, and Katie eating pizza. Yeah, I saw that, and I don't know. It got me kind of erect for the season, but. Hey, um, fucking yo. The 76ers. I got them behind the 76ers. So that would be three teams for me. And I have them fifth because number four, and I'm not saying they're finishing fourth. I honestly think they're going to finish pretty high. I have the Atlanta Hawks. I actually am very excited to give my Hawks a uh, take out there just because I feel like they could be a really good team. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. So, I mean, I have them fifth. Um, it could be a lot better. It could be worse. I this I love it though because it kind of adds uh, another dynamic to the season. That's the thing, though. This like it's so hard to rank these teams because any one thing can move and, anybody yeah, way up or way down. 100%. I mean, the Nets finished so, seventh last year. Right. So, <laughs> right. so uh, moving on to the next team, the New York Knicks. The Knickerbockers. Uh, V-Man, do the Knicks make the playoffs? Do the Knicks make the playoffs? Right. So. How we're going to do this, right? You have to be within, what, the top 10 seeds to make the play-in? to play-in, yeah. All right, boom. Seven through 10 So now, what are the 10 teams that should be in the play-in? Well, we Again, already need five. Right. You got the Bucks, The Nets. The Nets. The, the Celtics. Celtics. The 76ers, Sixers. The Hawks. Cleveland. Yeah. Um, um, I guess you can give the Bulls that. The Bulls. Yeah, that's that's your seven right there. Um... Who else do we got? And then who? Miami? Oh, yeah. yeah Miami's yeah. definitely in there. So that's your, yeah. your, your playoff yeah. right there. <clears throat> yeah, so Miami. Right there. Yeah, we go into the playoffs, so, baby. There's no, there's no shot. It's just that's like... eight that are already better than them. We just named eight that are clearly better no, than them. No, no. Not even clearly better than them. Because the only ones that I believe that are clearly better than the Knicks are maybe about the top six. Oh, I think all eight of those teams are better than them. Without a doubt in my mind. I'll bet you right now, if the Knicks run into the Bulls in the play-in, the Bulls are going home. I have the Knicks seven. So the only teams I have above them are the 76ers, the Bucks, the Hawks, the Nets, the Celtics, and the Raptors. Oh, we forgot the about Raptors. Raptors. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Teams. Now, with them being seven, my playoffs conclude with the Pistons, the Bulls, and the Heat. And I'll, I'll give a good take on the Pistons later. I got, I got Knicks 10th seed. So what has you kind of down on the mix? Julius Randle. Julius Randle. If he if he so, could, if he plays like he did last year, it's gonna fuck. But the thing about Steve, that is though, the thing the, Knicks, uh, the New York Knicks death chart. For the me? thing about that is, is I feel like now they can trust Obi Toppin enough to when Randle is playing bad to just pull him immediately. I hope. So. I well, I and think not care they about should it. trust Obi Toppin like that. I don't know if they're gonna. 
Well, here, here's no the difference. No one Thibodeau not fucking with young players. Being, being a Knicks fan, here, here's the difference this year. <laughs> um, you know, Julius Randle, what fell apart last year is that the Knicks didn't have a point guard. So a lot of everything was running through Randle. And hey, maybe things are going to run through Randle still. But I think the main important thing is that Jalen Brunson is going to be the one holding the ball. Yeah, with his career high averaging four assists. What I feel what like. he's playing next to? Luca. So Jalen Brunson hasn't had the ability to really pass, but when he, but without Luca on the floor, he averages six point nine assists, which is almost seven. That's good. That's all right. You're gonna That's have Derek, you're gonna have Derrick Rose behind him. I think Derrick Rose thing. is very motivated for his fifteenth season. Derrick Rose fifteenth season. Yeah, quickly and then you got in quickly. that point guard chart. This is what I don't agree too. with, though. I don't believe that quickly should be that low on the depth chart. I don't think I, so. I don't either. think he is that low. I really I think, don't. I think he's gonna be our backup shooting guard. Yeah. 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 He's not he's not gonna yeah, be that low. Yeah, there's no way he should be that low. He's not gonna quickly be. should be the He's six probably man he's gonna team. be the sixth yeah. man, yeah, most likely. Because Fournier, if if looking at these five, Fournier and Ro- and Mitchell Robinson are the first off the floor. Um, so that would probably put Obi Toppin in or you know, Hartenstein. I love that guy. <laughs> Hartenstein. I love it. Uh, but you should find minutes for um Sims too. Jericho, Jericho Sims, Sims. Yeah, is a great. Yeah, I actually like Jericho Sims. And bro, but where does that leave with the we just named the point guards and shooting guards? Where the fuck does that leave Quentin Grimes? Quentin Grimes is a dog. Quentin Grimes is gonna yeah. I mean, we'll doesn't leave you. much minutes for him. I like given I love Derrick Rose, and that's man. a good problem to have. I loved yeah. It's it, no, you're not yeah. you're not putting Derrick Rose down for Grimes. You're not. You're not. So what are you about to say? Well, I'm just saying like <laughs> he's it's just like he's old man. Derrick Rose is old. I mean, yeah, but he's still, he can move and groove, man. Move and groove? And lead. That was the important perception. Also, like you said, it is a good problem to have because if injuries happen. If the Knicks could land a star somehow, it could get scary. Oh, yeah. It could get very scary. Julius Randle playing right, it's a good team. But I just don't know what Julius Randle's mindset is. That's what has me so down on them. I think Julius Randle doesn't matter in this equation. Yeah, I don't either. RJ Barrett. Yeah, if he can sure. take a step this year, I could I see them being better. And also, you, you said, know what? Bulls, I'm still thinking Lonzo's about to be playing the whole season. I and I'm I yeah, I, I didn't take that part into the equation. Since Lonzo went down, you take their record from last year, it was fucking garbage. So yeah, I could easily see be seeing the Knicks take them yeah. in a seven game series. Much less but a one game play in tournament. Yeah. When it when it comes to uh, Julius Randle. I don't think it matters. And when you said we need to acquire a star, I think R.J. Barrett's going to fill that perfectly. Because what's going to happen is that last year there was a lot of spotlight on R.J. Barrett. But now you have Jalen Brunson coming into the fold. And honestly, I think all the pressure is going to be on Jalen Brunson. Julia, oh, yeah, for sure. You just got $100 million. Sure. Yeah. So, signed to a freaking bag. The pressure is going to be We signed on, your dad. Yeah. <laughs> and the pressure is going to be on Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle. I think R.J. Barrett, his points will go from like 20 to probably like 22, 23. Uh, I honestly, I think Thibodeau, I'm not saying this is the best team he's ever had because obviously he's had those Bulls teams. But when it comes to creativity and really... It's the best know, team he's had with the Knicks, yeah. hands down. This team's a good team. If <laughs> no, this works. I'm, uh, yeah, on it paper, just has a bunch of raw bad, talent. Yeah, yeah, on paper, this yeah. team isn't a bad team. I didn't want I didn't like want to shit on them saying they were like a bad team. But I'm the East is deep as fuck. So like, good teams are going to get left out of the playoffs this year. And it sucks. But, oh, I forgot about the Cavs. I said the Cavs when I said that. Wow. Oh, so you you didn't put him in yeah. your top. So, so you got him at eight. The, you got him the eight Bulls out of the playoffs for me. Yeah. Yeah, I can see the Bulls being the odd man out. Yeah, Definitely. I got the next eighth, but I still think this this could be another real fire next season because there's a lot of people motivated. 
Derrick Rose is coming back. Um, Derrick Rose, he's actually made a couple comments, you know, that he wants more playing time and he's gonna fight for it. Like he's not, he's not asking right. for it. Be as a, a dog. Star. Be be a dog, um, D Rose. Hell yeah. Um. So are we good on the Knicks? Well, yeah. 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 I feel it. Yeah. We're we're good on the Knicks. <clears throat> so. Huh? <laughs> oh, we never even talked about. It. They signed Sveem Kayuk, ex Laker, shooter. Yeah. Why would the Knicks do that? Because they want to get rid of Evan Fournier. And <laughs> you don't even know how to spell it. <laughs> oh, it's yeah, it's oh, S V I first name. That's and then M Y K H A I L I U K. It's Yo, crazy. <laughs> yeah, that name is crazy. Watch. He's I gonna, only brought him because I wanted to see. He's going to be a meme this year, I promise. Sfi is a great shooter, but he's, <laughs> he's, he's going to be like your 12th, 13th he man. He shot 38% last year from the field. From the three, I'm talking about. He's a great no, from shooter the from field. the field. But I'm saying he's a great three. Yeah. From the three, and where did he 30%. Play? Huh? And where did he play? He used to be a Laker. That's so where the fuck he was at? Care about. Where no, the fuck no, he was last at? Last year he was a Raptor. Well, wasn't he on the championship right. winning Lakers? No, he was. Oh, he, was, was he was like twenty eight. Yeah, okay, yeah, twenty eighteen. <laughs> I only care about him because he used to be a Laker. <laughs> he was yeah. on the Pistons, the Raptors. So any any final opinions on the Knicks? If Julius Randle act right, they're gonna be a good team or a solid enough team. Hell yeah! I feel like they're just gonna be a decent team regardless. Okay. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this now. The New York Knicks played the offseason, right? Um, I know the draft was an absolute, like, I had no idea what was I going on. I forgot to bring that up. At any point in time, I had no idea what the Knicks were doing on draft day, and there was a lot of things we could have done. We could have gotten that nice, fancy big man, Duran. We could have gotten uh, Ivy. They all went to the Pistons. However, I think they played it right. I wanted to see um, this team with an actual point guard, not saying he's the biggest facilitator in the NBA, but who is anymore besides like Chris Paul and you know Russell Westbrook and um, damn. So yeah, I mean the point guard position is just not you know facilitating like it used to. I think it's like a team. I mean Trey Young. Well, yeah, yeah. but okay. like I know, but it's just like okay, <laughs> now now that's four people. Yeah, he's not a point right. guard. But. So, I mean, when, when you necessarily say I want the John most Taylor. facilitating point guard, I mean, I don't think the Knicks really need that. They just need they needed, they needed to get the ball out of Julius Randle's hand. I think they did that. Let's see R.J. Barrett. Please use quickly and top in the right way this year. Please, oh, and, actually, and Cam Reddish. You, you kept Cam Reddish. Yeah, you didn't trade yeah. him. Like, at any point, we could trade Cam him Give Cam Reddish some play, play time, yeah, please. Cam needs some play time. Please. You should have let him go to a, a team where like, he could actually Don't fuck ball. this up, please. Please don't fuck this up. I have a feeling Tom Thibodeau is going to fuck this up, and we're going to go back to this and laugh at me. Uh, Tibbs, but man, he's a he's a wrecking ball sometimes. He's going to play R.J. Barrett like 45 minutes a game this season. <laughs> Just ruin stars. Right. Young stars. So the Indiana Pacers. What opinions do we got so on the for me, of the Indiana Pacers? First off, first off, let me just get this off of our chest. Fuck them because they didn't want to trade with us. But <laughs> with us Lakers. Um, actually, I did see a report out today that they're willing to just do the straight up two first round picks for them, da da da, and the Lakers don't want to give up two. But anyway, they want to be a tanking team. They want to build that team around uh, Tyrese Halliburton, but they're still too good to be a tanking team. Free like, Buddy Hield and Miles Turner. That's it, and that's all. Yeah, get rid of Miles Turner and Buddy Heald, and they're going to be a really shit fucking team. Given even with them, they're not a playoff team, but they're too high to get a good pick. 
I feel but, like the Pacers just need to sell. Yeah, like I think the they need to sell their whole franchise. No, literally <laughs> their whole franchise. They need to just sell and move to and go somewhere. I, I love the pick that they got this year. Ben, Benedict Matherin is a fucking dog. So that, that, was gonna be, that was going to be my opinion on, on this whole thing. Is That's the only opinion I really have on the Pacers is because I don't want to say too much because I think Buddy Heald and Miles Turner, they're not going to be Pacers for too long. Yeah, I don't think they actually um, will. But, but they got Halliburton. That, that's a really good piece. Um, we're going to see what happens with his, his name is fucking Benedict. Benedict Matherin, he's a great. Um, he's a he was a great yeah. collegiate player. He has the confidence. Yeah, fuck that guy. He's confident. Oh enough. yeah, he's the one who said uh, yeah. about the LeBron thing, right? Yeah. yeah okay. He's gonna have to show me. He's have to show me he's good. Like, Does Baker Mayfield have confidence? Is a real confidence. Baker's got. I really think Baker sits there like in his bed at night and really just. But that's for a different podcast. Yeah, Baker, Baker get get him the fuck out of here. But oh. I don't know. I mean, like with the Pacers, like like Matt said, I feel like they're a decent team. Obviously, they're not gonna make the playoffs or anything. They could. They could definitely make a run. Oh man, come on. The tenth seed? No. No, they're not. They're not gonna be in the play-in. Are they better than the Knicks? No. No. All right then. We the already Knicks. said the Knicks are. You guys. Said they're the already are fighting for that. You guys said the Knicks. Either way, you yeah, got them at seven. They're still in the play. play they got, listen, they got someone named Terry Taylor. That's that's all there is to that. Like all three of us have the Knicks inside the 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 play in just at different spots. And yeah. I already named ten that I feel like would smoke the Pacers. So no, I, don't I think, mean, I think they're probably going to be a twelfth seed, but I think the West is just going to have a lot more shittier teams. At the bottom, so I think yeah, at the sure. end of the year, unless they get the lucky lottery draw, they're gonna have like the fucking tenth or twelfth pick, like ten to eleven or twelve, one of those three, and so then probably not unless they get a steal. They're not gonna get somebody crazy good. So that's why either they need to fully sell, get the good players off their team, other than Halliburton and Benedict Matherin and like Chris Dorte, okay. and just <laughs> let everybody else fucking go that can keep them playing good. And like, yeah, I know the league is against tanking, but fucking tank, Indiana, fucking tank. I think, yeah, I think it's time. I think the the issue it's mediocre too long. Yeah, the issue with the Pacers is oh, that they they've been mediocre their entire existence. Yeah, they keep throwing these teams together ever since the, the Paul George when they actually had a team like with Paul George and Roy Hibbert. Before um, then, Jermaine O'Neal, Meta World Peace. No, I know, but I'm saying like since since that specific (laughs) moment, the whole Paul George time, it's like they keep throwing shit at the wall and just hope it's true. They're not actually building a team. I love this draft pick and I I love the trade for Halliburton. I thought that was great. Yeah. I love the draft pick of um, Matherin. It's just after that, you have to build, and you you better make sure that this Heald and Miles Turner trade like nets you. Because that... That's exactly what that package deserves. I hope they don't just give them away. I hope they actually get stuff, which yeah. is why I didn't And low-key, I'm going to be real. If, if they do the Lakers thing, the Lakers trade for Westbrook in those two firsts, Westbrook, they're going to fucking wave. They don't want him on that team. But I'm going to be real. The Lakers are probably going to suck in 2027. You're not going to suck in 2027 anyway. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Those picks are fucking valuable, bro. Yeah, but that's two picks. Yeah, 2027, 2029. And Russell Westbrook. That's the trade. Russell Westbrook, they're fucking waving him. I was going to say, I'd look at this trade and laugh. Yeah, well, I mean, but nobody else is offering anything, though. That's it's Buddy Heal to Miles Turner. As this season goes along, that could be a Miles championship. Miles Turner is a guy who gets injured every year and might want to. He's a free agent next summer, so he might want a ridiculous This, is, this no is a championship winning addition. If Buddy Heal and. Lakers? Yeah. For anybody. If oh, Buddy oh. Heal and Miles Turner Maybe. were to somehow end up on the Nets, they win the championship right. immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Immediately. That's what I'm saying. Because you're, you're getting a sharpshooter and a guy that 
Miles Turner is so underrated. I and why he's underrated is because what you said. Yeah, because he's injury prone. Health. But yeah, his defense is fucking phenomenal. He can somewhat yeah. stretch the floor. He he's got footwork inside. But that's why Luke, he, he didn't understand why the Lakers were were like debating. Like yeah. if you really want to win win now, you would make that. Yeah, hundred percent. You would have yeah. did it. So, you know, fuck the Pacers. Let's talk about a team that randomly... Well, I don't want to say randomly. They're a league pass team this upcoming year. Like, like they're going to be fun to watch. They had one of the best off-seasons. 100%. Not of all time, but, no, like, no, one no. of the better ones that I've seen. For a team that's supposed to be go- coming up rebuilding this and a third. The Detroit Pistons. Detroit Pistons have fucking done so, beautifully. So, the Detroit Love Pistons... Love this damn team. Like, yeah, bro, I, I'm going to have them... I'm going to be league passing the fuck out of them next year. Because they're just going to be a fun team to watch. Young guys finding their rhythm and just going fucking at it. Being competitive. They're probably not going to win many games, but the games they're in, they're going to be competitive in those losses. They they really put together out of nowhere like a full starting five and a completely yeah. decent bench. The only problem I even have with this team, and it's a fucking not a bad problem to have, they got a lot of fucking big men. They got Nerlens Noel from the Knicks. They picked up... Um, they have Isaiah Story. They picked up Duran in the draft. They, luckily, Jalen Duran is their fourth Linnick. stringer. Huh? Yeah. Like Jalen Duran is like he's their fourth string center, which is crazy because they picked like, him up with a top 50, top fifteen pick. So it's yeah. just like holy fuck. And that's that's the crazy crazy part about this team is like and they going, just picked up Bogdan. Yeah, I mean, for to miss a wide open shot, that's cool. Yeah, we definitely need that. No, I'm just kidding. Honestly, I don't uh, know how <laughs> I feel about him because he might fuck up their. Uh, the young guys playing. Like, I don't think so. Him and Bay I mean, play about the same position. And Sadiq Bay, he can ball, bro. He's gonna let, play. Let he's gonna Bay play ball. a role of a veteran that oh, just goes Martin on the Bagley court too, and gives you. Because like, I don't. I wouldn't worry about the the growth of these guys right now because you got a whole bunch of talent on the team. I say let these guys find their roles. Let Cunningham find out what he's gonna become. Fucking love Cunningham. Let Sadiq Bay find out what he's gonna become. Let Jaden Ivey find let just let them figure it out. It's a very talented team. Very. And Bogdanovich is perfect because he's he's been on destructive teams before. I I think in three to four see in three to four years this team is gonna be a fucking issue. And Bogdanovich he's gonna bring that knowledge of what not to do. Because True. he was just on one of the most underwhelming franchises the most of all toxic, time. Most toxic locker room. The biggest, the, the, biggest waste, <laughs> the biggest waste of chances I've ever seen, the yeah. Utah Jazz. Because two years ago, they were literally a one seed. And he's going to bring that. Off. He's yeah. going to bring that to the Pistons yeah. and kind of show them what not to do. Because, you know, Marvin Bagley the third, he's not no Rudy Gobert. And I'm not saying he's like a big star or whatever the case may be. You really want to be Rudy uh, Gobert? Uh, <laughs> well, I damn sure wouldn't. <laughs> Guy is terrible. He's a bitch. <laughs> uh, but you know, Marvin Bagley and Cade Cunningham, for example, if they become the you know the best two players on the team, Bojan's gonna come in to make sure that they don't become Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, for next year, I'll say I don't see Bojan being there. Bo- Bog, that's Bogdan. I don't see him being there past his, uh, con- uh, his current contract. I, don't I feel like this team is just going to be a real gritty team. Yeah. Like yeah I said, this is going to be a really gritty team. Fast. They're going to be in that shit. They're going to be yeah. a fast team, too. Yeah. Fast <laughs> breaks. <laughs> their fast, fast breaks are going to be crazy. Oh, yeah. bro, they're... Ridiculous. I-, I can't wait to watch this team. I-, I haven't been excited to watch a team that is supposed to be... I hope they all stay healthy. In a while. Please. Yeah, uh, just stay healthy and just go out there and just go the fuck oh. off. Just ball on that. That's yeah. that. That would be my biggest have, biggest have advice your to bad Bagley. Shooting nights, yeah. bro. Have like that, your, 
And specifically, I, like you can use that especially in Marvin like, Bagley. Specifically to Marvin Bagley because like, it's like this is your first real yeah, shot. Last like, three years, they didn't let him do anything. He was just wasting away Sacramento. on the Kings, and now yeah. you're in you're in a position. And and given, I can't I'm not even it. that high on Marvin Bagley, which is nuts. But I'm, <laughs> I don't think he's a bad player. I'm just not that high on him as for like today's game because he's just a big man who doesn't really have much touch around in the paint, and he can't shoot, and he's not the best defender. But given he also wasn't given a chance to show that if he could do any of that. In my in opinion, he could turn into an eighty-five percent off at Walmart, Giannis. Fuck no. Eighty-five. Percent. Oh, eighty-five percent off. <laughs> I was about to say, hold on. I, I, I didn't hear your percentage at first. Eighty-five percent. Yeah, he said, "Damn, eighty-five percent of Giannis. That's crazy." Okay, like, I don't, like he can do yeah, things like that. That's what you need. I don't. And like, I don't hate Marvin Bagley. I just don't think he could become a star in the league. But I think he could become a great guy for his position. Cause he's fat, like he's quick, aggressive. I he's fat. I was like, that's disrespectful. <laughs> but that's the thing. He fits in with this team because Cade Cunningham and Jaden Ivey are gonna be. Flying. He's gonna be a phenomenal uh, pick and roll threat with uh, with Cade and Jaden. Both of them are can play yeah, that beautifully. Sure. He's gonna like, be a great rim runner. 100%. I think the best teams in the league are teams where the center can keep up with the guard. I was saying, where do you have him? Do you have him as power forward or center? Because they kept trying to play him power forward, but I think he could be a. He's a true center. center. I feel like going small with this team is going to benefit them the most because, like well, I said, he's 6'10. It's not even Cade, really that small. Yeah, Cade Cunningham and I mean, Jaden they don't Ivey really have no choice but to go small. They yeah. not really. Because uh, I can't put Isaiah team. Stewart out there again as a starter. I'll, Isaiah I'll Stewart was a spark good plug. last year. Not, not. Yeah, he's your all star good or anything. As a spark plug off the bench, I feel like Isaiah Stewart would be great. Yeah, he's your backup center. Look how fast this guy is. Jalen Duran, does he? How much scratch does he get this year? What do you mean? Because you just said Marvin Bagley and then Isaac or uh, Isaiah Stewart. That's what I said. They got him as on fourth, right, 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 right. That's what I'm saying. Where do we think he's going to be depth chart wise? Like, because they got to give him scratch this year. He's a Duran. He's a top ten talent in this draft. Jalen Duran. Um, just let it happen. I mean, I think he's going to be the more developed one. Yeah. Cause he's raw. He's a real raw talent. Yeah. Um, he was supposed to be. He's got good paint IQ. Though. He was supposed to be drafted. I he's think, one like of early those. 20s yeah. He's one of those ease into the game. Well, I mean, be, well, the only reason they went so high on him is because they wanted him. Well, because yeah. before last year's collegiate season, he was top five yeah. in the scouting uh, chart. So he fell a little bit, but I think he's still a phenomenal talent. He's not going to be a rim or a, a stretch the floor guy. He's just going to be a rim runner, defensive anchor. If he can get his IQ up he's there and not shit. lazy. That, and yeah, what he, I like about him, he's not guy. lazy. Yeah, he works like, his we, ass we off. We see a lot of centers that are this athletic, but they're absolutely lazy. He just gets right to yeah. it. Um, he doesn't shy away from that shit. He'll just great defender. Perimeter to defense me, too, which yeah. is crazy. He, to me, he's like what Bam should be. Mm. That's definitely mm. absolutely Because, like, when Bam plays aggressively, he plays just like that. Yeah. Uh, that's like, there's point. nothing like I it. I like that. So where do you guys have them, like, generally? Because I know, you know, V-Man, like you said, anything could change from now till the start of the season and even on. Um, but where, where do you have think? have them in the rankings? They're probably going to be, like, bottom three in the East. I want them to make the bottom playoffs three. so bad. Just because it's going to be a develop- developmental year. The Pistons bottom three in the East? Probably, because everyone this so you, team you, is. You most, got that? You got them with the Magic and the and the Pacers and the. Bro, they're know. not making the play. They're not making the play. No, 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 no. But because just because they're so young, and like I said, I want them to go out there and 
make the mistakes now go out there have their bad shooting nights learn from that shit i i don't like i don't expect them to be a great it team really now. comes down to this almost can they fare with the hornets and the knicks like i think the hornets are going to be the worst team in the east all right, just so it's just Lamelo. All right, then. So, that's, so that's they last. can. That's 15. Yeah, and then yeah. I say yeah. Magic fourteenth, and then Pacers thirteenth. So I say it's probably for the third. Yeah, where do you rank the Wizards? Between where do you put the Wizards? I fucking forgot about the Wizards. They're they're gonna be in like right outside of playing. They still got Bradley Beal and Przingis. And I don't think they're better than D Detroit though. They're more experienced than Detroit. Yeah, I mean, I would put the Wizards twelfth. So now, while we're talking. I mean, I don't know. I personally, I have the. I have know, the Pistons call, as call a crazy. I have them. I think the Pistons culture is changing. The Bulls in the Heat. What the fuck, bro? They're just too young, Thanks. bro. Um, they are too young. All right, the Bulls. I can see. Yeah, maybe the Bulls. Yo, maybe mark it down I can right see. now. We're gonna make this no. a short, and we're gonna Hell put it. No. We're gonna put it places. And given, like I said, I just talked them up heavily. I love this team for the future, not right now. Hell no, you're bugging the fuck out. You know I'm very high on Jaden Ivey. Yeah, like I'm very, very high, high on, on Jaden Ivey in a couple years. Boy, Miami. That's ah, that is a crazy. Ah, thing. I, listen, man. Like that is a crazy. I think thing. we saw towards the end of the playoffs what they can actually be if it's not working, which is a very disaster of a team. This is the thing, though. Jimmy Butler's looking crazy. Tyler Hero's completely distracted. I don't really see the. I honestly think this is going to be. The, I mean, again, I I'm probably going to be very wrong. Like the Heat are probably going to finish top three again. I'm like about to say this is do. the thing about the Heat. But they do this every year, where for some reason nobody year. ever expects them to do anything. I just think this. But is then it. by the end of the year, we're looking at them in the top three rankings, and we're just like, wow, every yeah, they're I here. Bro. I don't see Kyle Lowry factoring that well. I see it's. I just, don't either. Uh, he's another year older. I, I almost, I almost think I this, think this so. could be the year he completely falls off course. Bro, I just. Don't see the Pistons being better than any. If Jimmy Butler has that hair going into the season, I don't know. You're not wrong there. Bro. Nah, he's not, he's not, nah, he got to take that. Up. That shit, nah, gotta, that shit hero, was not it. I, so that's my thing. Is like I see Jimmy Butler, and all right, whatever. You know, he's doing his thing, but it's just like, bro, I don't got a fucking answer for that. It's why did you go on Amazon and order real quick? Throw throw up. I want to see what he looks like. Type in Jimmy Butler's new hairdo or something like that. No, no, his yeah, bro. He, he I want you to see what this yet. shit looks like. I don't even know how he would Baby pull this face, off. He he shaved he shaved all his facial hair, but then just got ridiculously long. Like, <laughs> this is what I mean. And he's like, holy fuck! It just doesn't make sense. Like, what are you doing? That's man? this it gives me predator vibes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is the leader of your team. <laughs> <laughs> oh hell no! Oh, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh my god! Oh, the comparison <laughs> is crazy. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. I just see him falling apart. I see the Pistons making it. Yeah, they're young, but <laughs> he's bug. It's young in the right ways. Like, all these guys got energy. None of these guys are stupid. Marvin Bagley's out to prove something. Bro, tell Kate me Cunningham, you don't look like <laughs> No, yeah. I mean, I come on, bro. That's crazy. That's I crazy. just don't... I, like, like I said, bro, 
this team just needs you're 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 one of those guys who if they fail this or not you you're you're more realistic but guys who be thinking guys. they're about to be guys who thinking they're about to be a good team and then they're not is they're gonna be like oh this team fucking sucks no they just no, need I, will, I will I will gladly smarter I will gladly get on here and they say need I was the wrong development bro they're too young they just need and they have had a development year is like they last have, year was Cade's first fucking year it's a good spot because Bogdanovich at the end of the day he's not a horrible player he's not a bad player he's not an average player I would consider Bogdanovich above average as a player and as a leader i think he's gonna do well leading this team as the only veteran in the in the lineup marvin bagley (laughs) marvin bagley is out to fucking prove something i think he's gonna be overly solid for this team because it's not the kings the kings have no structure and can you can you google search who their coach is the pistons i know exactly who it is but casey yes they have they have a coach that's I love Dwayne Casey as their coach. Dwayne Casey's a solid coach. He's I'm faced solid. a lot of adversity as I a coach. I was very shocked when he took that job because they were being a rebuilding team, and I'm like, Whoa. but he knows he just what just it's like to have a very was... young team and actually at least have them structured enough to make, you know, the playoffs or make in a couple noise. years, yeah. But like, Cade Cunningham is in year two. Sadiq Bay is what year three, year yeah. two, year three? year three. It's not like they're all rookies. Cade Cunningham did very solidly for for a rookie. And Sadiq Bay year, developed yeah. very very well. Yeah. And then they have. I mean, a, his percentages went to again, shit last year, as but. you guys said. Duran is like their third string big man. Their bench is solid, but they are all really fucking young. It takes a while for a team like that to fully get their shit together. I mean, Killian, Killian Hayes. We expect nothing of him, so you can switch him out with Corey Joseph. Uh, sorry, that guy Killian Hayes has lost me a lot of money. So you know, <laughs> he's in the yeah, NBA. Killian, I'm not. He Killian has a talent. At this I don't. Point, He's a bust. Um, but, you know, Diallo, pitch, Diallo, Isaiah Stewart, Duran, uh, Nerlens Noel, Corey Joseph. I, it's a very solid bench. Right. A deep, solid bench. Yes, but I just don't think they're going to contend for anything this year. Oh, nobody said they had to contend for anything. Oh, yeah, we no. just no. said they're going to make the playoffs. For the playoffs. Yeah. I'm saying contending for the playoffs. They're not going to be contending for the playoffs. I, I will gladly eat crow if it's wrong, but this team has a lot of talent. They do. And Jaden Ivey doesn't he doesn't strike me as your typical rookie that's gonna need like time to get his feet wet and everything. He's just a dog. I 100 percent agree. I'm super high in Ivy. I was low key tight when Keegan Murray got picked up before him, but I don't hate on Keegan Murray either. He's but a I, great I, player too. But do you have you have any other opinion on this whole debacle? This Pistons debacle. I mean I mean this next team we're because I'm looking at apart, the so. I'm looking at <laughs> I'm looking at the standings from last year. And they were second to last in the Eastern Conference, right? Yeah, I think they're going to be like third or fourth to last. They were two games down from the Pacers already. They got better. The Pistons or or the Pacers, Pacers didn't. Yeah. Again, the Hornets are going to drop off from number ten. Washington should finish around regularly where they did, and the only other team that would be in the way is the Knicks. So that's what I'm saying. The question would be, can they contend with the Knicks? No. And you said it yourself. DeMar DeRozan's not going to have the season that he had last year. So where does that leave Chicago? Right. So if she's, if that happens and Lonzo's not there. Because Vucevic, he played that whole I'm year. Just saying, the top healthy. 10 teams, Pistons will not be one of them. They'll be 11 I mean, because I have the Heat in the top 10, too. So do I. Yeah. Well, because you're the only one that's that low on the fucking Heat. 
You're, you're the only one that's Because the five that I have outside like, the ten are the Bulls, Wizards, Hornets, Pacers, and Magic. No, I got the Bulls. What do you mean? So let's talk about the Bulls then. The yeah, let's, let's, that's our well, next let's, team. Let's talk, why, don't, why don't we just talk about the Bulls? So the Bulls, they really can. Can you pull up their, the Bulls death chart real quick? Um, before Let I me say get this I'm off gonna... my chest real quick. The fucking Bulls have one big issue. Their interior defense. And they go out to solve that by getting Andre fucking Drummond. They did nothing. Did nothing because Andre nothing. Drummond has never been an interior defender. Honestly, he gets more steals and blocks every season. Honestly, they're sense. just banking That's on somebody bad. else beating Milwaukee before they have to play yes. them. 100%. Because if they and run into Giannis at any moment, they're going to lose. I th- I don't even have them in the playoffs. With my I last mean, take, I'm not high on the Bulls being a good team this year. I just think they're going to be better than a young, developing team. That's all I think it is. I still think they're probably going to be a 8-10 to 10 seed and fighting for the playoff spot. They're probably not going to make the playoffs. I just think they're going to make the play-in. I'm not high on them to be a great team this year. I just think they're going to be better than a team full of seven, or 19, 20-year-olds that are still developing. That's all I think it is. And they brought in Drogic, another old So my thing guy. is, is then what changed? What do you mean? From last year. Because everybody expected the world out of them last year. Y'all did. And nothing's changed. I, I said that they were going to be like a 6 or 7 seed last year. No, I already said that they, they, they sucked. First off, prayers up to Lonzo Ball. Nah, bro. I love Lonzo, that. I feel really bad for that. One of my guy. favorite players in Man. the whole league, but my man just can never get it going as far as health wise, man. Should have done his surgery the first Three time. Years he ago. dragged it out, <laughs> and his body's just deteriorating. He, he, risked, he risked everything for one. Ri- what do you think about the Bulls? Fuck those guys. <laughs> Damn, son. He's rocking the attire. You got man. the Bulls shirt on. Man. What championship year is that from? It wasn't one of them. <laughs> it was none of them, man. They're not going to see a championship anytime soon. That's very <laughs> so, so speaking of championships, you know, what are what are our opinions on the Bucks? Um, for me, this was a fast topic because I think we all probably yeah. agree. They, they probably would have been. They would have no. They would have been in the finals if Middleton didn't get hurt last year, and just leave it all to Giannis and Drew Holiday having yeah. to be they, Giannis was wreaking havoc. Yeah, yeah, and Giannis was nobody was really Giannis paying playoffs. attention yeah. because of what he, Boston was doing, but Giannis, Giannis was going was crazy. Yeah. Fuck out. He was going crazy. If he just had that sufficient number two, it would have been clipped. Yeah, because you can't have Drew Holiday out there shooting the six for twenty-eight. Back, I mean, years. the only thing I don't really like about the team is that they didn't really make a change. Not that they had to. I just don't they really. Surge. I, I know. I, no, they had well, that's what I'm saying year, is like but... they're, they're going to be running Wesley Matthews, George Hill, Surge. I like their pickup in uh, the draft. Off the bench. I would have gotten at least one bench piece to put over any of those guys. Arjan Bochamp, he's a good pick in the draft. He needs a little bit of development, but he could be that yeah. guy off the bench, gives you energy, can slash, can hit a three. He, 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 can, he can give you buckets off the bench. I think they'll end up making a trade as the season. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know they always get that one little slick slide deal yeah. Yeah. at the yeah. trade dead deadline. That's just like hold yeah. on, yeah, 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 yeah bro. Yeah. Or, yeah. or when uh people after the trade deadline people start getting waved and cut. Yeah. Oh yeah, let's let's pick up that guy. They let's, just picked just, up who? Like Giannis is I I don't know I can't commend this guy enough. 
I just think having that guy on your team in general is just oh, yeah. like he, the best he, player in the he's league. hands on the best player in the league. This one, for I love the Bucks right story. I mean, I love that Milwaukee. You know, Norm. They didn't do what another, and I, I want to consider Milwaukee Bucks small market necessarily. Um, but at the same time, they didn't make a a move like another team besides like you know the top teams that are normally there, Lakers, Warriors, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But they didn't make the move like these other dickhead teams do and just trade them Damn, just for whatever that, that they can grab yeah. on the market. No, they committed to him, and he actually signed the contract, which I was I was it's still shocked. I was shocked. Three years because, ago, people were thinking he was out of there. No, right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So he had yeah. all that pressure to leave. Honestly, I was one of them. I was like, yo, bro, I don't know how yeah, yeah. he's about to do anything with this team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they I don't do like anything. Whole, he's like gone. The whole fucking world was thinking that, bro. Everyone thought, especially he was since around that time, like, especially since around that time that all all that started boiling, he was actually growing that relationship with Steph Curry. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, oh yeah, this is a match made in heaven. He's just out of Milwaukee, go to Golden State, and we're right like, back yeah. to domination. And, and for him to sign but, that contract with again on the other side of Milwaukee, not making that move, he didn't make that move to just. Oh, get rid of me! I want to be traded. I don't want to be here anymore. He, he, just, he just stuck it out. He stuck it out just to see what would happen, and it just all worked, which was that, which is what made it such a good story for me. Yeah, hell yeah! Was that like finally? I like rewarding stories. Yeah, like, like finally this happened. Like it wasn't like you know a dynasty just dominating the league. It wasn't you know you know maybe like one player just coming out of nowhere and having a run like Kawhi did with the Raptors. It wasn't out of nowhere, but well, kind of was. I feel like Kawhi on the Raptors. It was in the fashion that he did it. It was a meme. It was such a good meme. Well, because the Raptors were a good team before he got there. They're a consistent, good playoff team. It was just LeBron every year just fucked them up. And everyone knew Kawhi was that guy. But no one, when Kawhi got traded, someone was like, oh, no, they winning it all. Like, no one thought that. No one thought that. And given we all knew they were a good team and would push yeah. a good like a, a lot of good teams in the playoffs, but no one thought they were about to win that shit. Man. So. And you know, for for the Bucks, I just think I they're they're my championship winning team as of right now. Um, obviously, a whole bunch of things can change, but I don't know the what what Giannis showed me last year in the playoffs was something that he so hadn't really showed me before was his ability to just get the ball, be the one guy that's really just dominating everything, and that actually get out of be, my way and let me get to that the, actually be winning basketball. Yeah. yeah, like that's he, what he, he was showed doing. Me last like year. he was outside of like being the main facilitator, he was doing what a young LeBron used to do: get out of my fucking way, let me take over, and let let's win this game. And that, that that was the beautiful thing was like before when it was situations where, you know, Chris Middleton was struggling or not playing, like teams would be successfully able to kind of double team, trap him, you know, do whatever and prevent Giannis. And then Giannis would start struggling. Uh, but this year in the playoffs, he was on a mission. It's sad that they ran into the championship winning team, the Celtics. Because he was he was a man on a mission, and one more round, I think Middleton comes back, and it could have been a whole different, whole different story. Any closing opinions on the Bucks? I think like we're all really high on the Bucks, and we so know what they can do. The Cleveland Cavaliers, very interesting team. Anything could happen here, but they got Donovan Mitchell. We we already gave you know our opinions yeah, on Donovan Mitchell episode. on the last episode. Um, I really loved your take where you said, um, you know, on the jazz, he kind of, he was just drafted, put into the position. He didn't really have to lead. He kind of just got to exist. 
Um, but now it's kind of the other way around where he's the veteran and he has a whole bunch of people younger than him on the team. So, but my question to you is, you know, as a collective, their team, well, what do you think? What do you truly think? They have a lot of room for everything. Like, I don't think anybody really realizes how high this team's ceiling could be. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Like, this team could easily be one of the best teams in the East. Uh, Donovan Mitchell's best. He has the potential to give you 50. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. 100%. Kevin Jared, Love off your bench is nuts. Jared Allen's best potential. He can get last. you 20 and 20. You know what Darius Garland can do. So it's mm-hmm. like they have a bunch of pieces that are very raw that have groomed the right way. This could actually be a very, very good thing. Bro, in two, in two to three years, I, I see... It being Bucks, Cleveland, Detroit being like those three like yeah. top teams for the next coming years. Like those this team is good. Yeah, this team oh. I I I love if like to be honest with you, together. this is one of the better starting fives in the league. Yeah, and I'm like, so front happy. To back, front to I'm back. so happy for the Cavs because it took them. You know, you know, LeBron obviously came back, but like those years without LeBron were so bad. Where it was just Kyrie and Tristan Thompson. Um, but sorry, Tristan Thompson always makes me laugh when I think about him. What team is he on? What team is Tristan Thompson on? I saw it somewhere earlier when I was doing my research for this. I don't remember. He's not signed again. Yeah, yeah, he's no, well, he's a free agent. End, he's a free agent. But you know, it's good to see them succeed without LeBron. I love this team because. I think the addition of Donovan Mitchell kind of protects Jared Allen and Garland and Mobley from, you know, having to do too much. It's such a spread out team. It's ridiculous. But then when you talk about their bench and Raul Nato has come a long way, he's come oh. such a long way to be able to actually be a conversation that we bring up jazz, or man. a name that we bring up. Um, Karis LeVert is on their bench. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. He's he, on their bench. That's crazy. All he needs to do is either Neto or Rubio, whoever is the main facilitator off that bench, whoever uh, they give the reins to that, get Levert the ball and let him just go the fuck off when the starters are off that floor. He's a 17-point-per-game player off the bench. Kevin Love is on your bench. Yeah, and he had a lot of six-man-of-the-year votes last year. And then you got, got, well, Okoro's probably going to be starting, but... Don't forget that they have Ricky Rubio coming back, too. Yeah. And one thing that I like about that story is that he really, really wanted to play for this team last year Mm -hmm. because he got hurt and he was super upset about it. I don't know if you guys remember that. He's very committed to this. Yeah. And on Ricky Rubio. He's been around the league, so he he knows. Yeah, we know Ricky Rubio at his best. It's like this team has, like, a lot to prove. Like, they all have a chip on their shoulder. I don't think this is like a championship contending team this season. Yeah, not yet. But they well, have real championship flashes. Yeah, 100%. Like, you can see where they could. Because you got a number one, obviously, Donovan Mitchell. You got a number two in Garland. You have great players around them. Great you defense. Got, Garland is. I love watching that, man. You play. have shooters. You have rim yeah. defenders. You have wing defenders. You have everything. You literally have everything already. Yeah. You have a so now it's just about how good lineup. can they yeah. get together. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the only thing that could ruin this team, outside of barring injuries, which you always have to throw on it, is 
egos, which I don't feel like other than that we've seen. I don't think that's going to be a problem. I don't think this team really has well, it's many just what high I love egos. Is how comfortable Donovan Mitchell is going to get to be. He didn't really have yeah. to get to be comfortable well, in the Jazz. It was always relied because on him. It, it, yeah, everything just feel, ran through him. Yeah, I feel like the Jazz situation kind of humbled him a little bit. Yeah. That, that's because we haven't really heard from him. Word. We haven't really heard. Right. I mean, we've seen him just only in glorious Cavs shots. Like, right. we've seen him in this really nice Cleveland Cavs, like, yeah, gear yeah, yeah, yeah. and, you know, his jersey and the photos. He's just, he's doing everything the right way. Like, he's not talking shit about Utah, but he has every reason to talk shit. Yeah. I mean, I, under, I understand a lot of Utah's struggle was him being bad at the wrong time. But at the same time, I also don't think they did him right. They didn't really build, you know, the right yeah, team. They they when, when, they, when they brought in Bogdanovich to be his number two score on the team, and given Bogdanovich wasn't a bad player for one for his first season there, he just averaged keep, twenty for him. I'm sorry, like but it's it burned was, in my head every time I think about the Utah Jazz. Was it was the, just how like they when, went out when. Wrong Bogdanovich. Bro, when you, uh, there's two of them. It's sad, bro. Sad. <laughs> like, like over and missing. over again. How do you keep losing on open shots? I pay you millions of dollars to make that shot. It's a practice shot. <laughs> No, not for nothing. This guy being your leader is crazy. I don't know. I'm, I'm starting. Whatever. Bro, you're falling back on that? <laughs> no, no, no. no. I, still, I, I really do think they at least get 10th and they replace the Hornets. Bro, that is literally team. a basketball but, drill for any age I basketball group. You Bro, catch the ball, take one dribble, and shoot. I feel like I would have made that shot. No, Anybody, any nothing. NBA player is capable of making that shot. I would have a better shot than him to make that because it's like... <laughs> Like, <laughs> sorry, I got nothing. <laughs> Steve looked up my stats. Oh, Papa Julio, man. This is your best game. <laughs> Papa Julio. Um, you know, to wrap up the Cavs conversation, uh, man, this is a good team. I, yeah, I, 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 I love this team. I don't know. Where you guys say that they can't compete for a championship this year, I think they can surprise a lot of people. I'm not saying they can't. I just don't have them as the team winning it. They all have this everything. Year. They got the shooting. Well, they got see, the this is the thing, though. This is the thing, though. Well, there are scenarios stuff, where the Cavs could take advantage. 100%. Right? But for that to happen, a lot of things would have to happen. Yeah. I'm judging this based off of Face just, value. right? No injuries, yeah. no nothing. If everybody performs the way that they're supposed to perform, the Cavs shouldn't contend for anything. Yeah. But like I wouldn't be shocked if at the end of the year they're holding up the title. Like it wouldn't it wouldn't be like, I would be whoa, shocked. I never saw this I'd, coming. I'd be a little shocked. I'd be fucking surprised. But at the same time, it's just I, I envision what this team looks like at their best, and it's pretty scary. Yeah. Like I feel I said, like this team years, you would have to give it wild. You give this team two years and they're solid. It's all going to depend on Donovan Mitchell, honestly. Um, and given, if it wasn't for injuries last year, they were a four seed before all honestly, the injuries hit them. for me, it really comes down test. more to Darius Garland. That's fair. That's Because all you have to do is be good in the moments that Donovan Mitchell isn't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm not saying that you got to go out there and substitute him dropping fifty. Just be good enough to win. Yeah, I'll that's just it. Say, and, last year and I know showed, Darius Garland is good yeah, enough to last win. Last year he and, showed he can do that. Yeah, so. and that's what I was gonna say is that he's shown that he could do that because before they kind of fell down to play in, like they got hurt and they fell down to play in, and then they kind of failed to do it. He was showing up in some pretty big moments. Well, we're gonna move on from the Cavs. 
So the Raptors. Toronto. Interesting team. Because it's another team Very interesting. that I could definitely just see them surprising a lot. So the Toronto Raptors. Um, what did they do in the offseason? One second. We're gonna they um, they got they re-signed a bunch of guys that they already had. They brought in Otto Porter and Wancho Hernan Gomez. I think those are good bench pieces for them. Otto Porter, which just came off of a championship season. So, I mean, they, they, they didn't bring in no crazy big names, and, yeah. but they also didn't let anybody really walk either. Um, everyone's just developing. Gary Trent, good player. Scotty Barnes is their future fucking star. The only thing I feel like they should have done this summer was get an actual center because last year they were playing Siakam at center. Yeah. So it was just what like- I think... What I think the Raptors need to do, I think they should fully commit to Scotty Barnes. 100%. They don't need Siakam anymore. Oh, we're about to disagree. They don't need Siakam I've, anymore. I've actually finally turned the corner on, on Siakam. Um, the reason why I have is, you know, I kind of, I, before this, last night, I kind of went back and watched a couple of the Toronto games because I wanted to be absolutely sure about the opinion that I was going to make on Siakam. Because as you guys know, I'm I, I shit on I shit on Siakam. <laughs> I do I shit on Siakam a lot, um, but I think he's definitely turned the corner. Because I, if you guys remember a couple years ago, we got into it with Nick Nurse a whole bunch, mm-hmm. um, very immature. Like you, you know, we were kind of roasting him for that. Um, he definitely just sucked it up last year and just played and was yeah. just a leader and just just did his he thing. He did phenomenal last year. Um, I do think you're right. I do think for Scotty Barnes to grow, um, he's the number one for your future. I do think eventually you are going to have to trade Siakam, but this team right here... Also... Chip on their shoulder, Raptors is a different team. Siakam also, like, in his in the year that they won, 2019, he was an older young player. So, like, he's already... <laughs> he's already, what? like, he's already what? an older player what? in what? this league. It was the older young league. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was, a, he was young in the league, but his age doesn't show that. He's an old. He's already like an older vet kind of guy. So like, if you want to build this team around Scotty and get a bunch of young guys and shit like that, then the way to go is you know yeah you make the choice. But I think they could be a good duo at the three and four. You just need a good center around them. But I wouldn't be shocked if they use Pascal to get some of those young guys that they need. Put him in a trade and have See, a package. See, if they're going to keep him, he's going to have to learn how to really space the floor. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Which I believe for Scotty was... to really grow, he's going to need room to operate. And yeah. Siakam gives him no room to operate. They're, yeah, yeah they're, they're like somewhat of, they do the same things, but Scotty can just be so much better at yeah. it. So... Well, that's why, like, watching watching those games back, like, Siakam, he, from what I understood from those games, he's starting to do that. Like, he's he's starting to finally bridge over to being able to space the floor as a big man. Because um, he was kind of, like, he, what I love is he let Scotty Barnes do his thing. And that's what I think they need to stick to, is they really need to not put this around Van Vliet anymore, not put this around Siakam. I think they need to just... Yeah, 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 that's what I meant. And I think Siakam, what makes me say don't trade him is because he plays perfectly behind Scotty Barnes as, like, kind of in the background, whereas Van Vliet doesn't. I think if there's one guy to get rid of for all of his value, I think it's Van Vliet. Yeah, I um, can see that. Van Vliet Honestly, I'd get rid of them both. Van Vliet, that's a lot of shit you could get back yeah, to. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 
Yeah, Van Vliet yeah. just came off an all-star season. That guy, Gary Trent, he's Eskin. that motherfucker. Gary Trent Jr. No is a dog, bro. He costs yeah. me a lot of money one day. He, every but... time he goes against the Lakers, he bugs the fuck out. Gets yeah. me tight. For a guy to be that good at defense, gets but then pissed. also that good at offense, yeah. is insane. He, out, bro, I yeah. was so confused when the Trailblazers traded him for Norman Powell. I'm just like, because they're both on a con- contract year. They both did virtually at that point in time the same thing. Norman Powell was just four or five years older than him. I'm like, well, there's no sense in that. It, it, it was stupid. But, yeah, I, this team, great I love Scotty Barnes, it's man. Just, yeah. And one important thing that, that I wanted to mention about the Raptors is that the Toronto Raptors, when they play with a chip on their shoulder, oh, yeah. they are, like, one of the, the whole best teams yeah. in the league for no Canada reason at all. strong, big dog. And I think they're going to have that chip on their shoulder because I'm not saying they would have beaten the 76ers if Scotty Barnes was healthy through the series. But they might feel some kind of way that they. I mean, because this can, is. Can you pull up the Scotty Barnes injury video? Wi-Fi's down. Oh, Wi-Fi's down. Okay, well, Wi-Fi's down, chat, uh, ladies and gents. Um, but spectrum. In in regards to Scotty Barnes, I mean, it, they kind of almost purposely injured him from from the look of it. I would love to see this team with an actual center. Okay. <laughs> this team with an actual center. Yeah. Oh yeah, like I said, the one thing I felt like they should have done this offseason was get a center. Yeah, I'm very drama. No. Because <laughs> I'm not even going to lie to you. If you take this roster right now and you take Siakam off and substitute him with, say, Jared Allen, this is a top five team in the East. I honestly think you put Scotty Barnes at the three, Siakam at the four, and get the center and just get just plug, That's where I'm at. plug a point guard but, in there. Well, I'm not even going to lie. Scotty and OG is so good defensively. I would have OG. So good defensive. Oh, and Gary fuck. Trent. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm saying, bro. They can lock anybody down. Trey, I say, wow, yeah, trade Siakam for a top point guard. Um, get Trade Van Vliet for the center, whatever you got to do in those trades, and Jesus. Yeah, because I got Ananobi yeah. starting on my three. All right, yeah, I love and that. Scotty Pippen so. Jr. stats. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty Barnes. <laughs> I love Scottie it. Scotty Pippen Jr. A Lakers. So just, just to get just to get some uh, <laughs> just, just to get uh, of what's going on. So we have Steve, our audio guy. He's jumping. He's jumping in to help. You know, make sure these are all pristine and perfect. Has no no knowledge of NBA. Yeah. <laughs> so there's times where we look down at the TV and we'll chuckle because like Steve's just trying to like keep up with the convo. Names, I can't spell these names at all. Oh, Mukayo <laughs> goes uh, But the the Scotty the Scotty Pippen Jr. thing was actually. Pretty cool. So we're we're gonna move on to the Hornets. Great. Any opinions on the Hornets? My opinion is free Lamelo Ball. I already free think they Lamello should trade him. Free and Leangelo. Um, yeah. I told you he's gonna end up a Laker. I told you he's gonna end up a Laker. Hot take that I The only reason I think they'll stay on the, Give it the five Hornets years. is because they're gonna want to get Lonzo over there eventually to get the three to play together. Oh, um, okay. I really I hate this team. I really fucking hate this team. Look at this shit. This shit's blank. Yeah, they got nobody on that fucking team. It's it's done. Um, stick a fork. I'm like, okay, if Lamelo Ball, if Lamelo Ball comes out and has like a triple double year, like he averages a triple double and really For puts what? on, um, huh? For what though? They're still gonna be a bad team. I don't know. I think he can. His development cool. It'll be great. But no, I think he's but, gonna develop great anyway. So Lamelo Ball as a leader, 
I think would be fire, but I don't I don't even want to get into it. The horn, even if he averages a twenty eight point triple double this year. I wish Michael Jordan would just fuck just up. Be Michael Jordan like it's okay, is the dude, Phil Jackson of, of the, owners. In my opinion, you're the goal. You're the goat until LeBron gets another championship, and then I think we, we would have to call LeBron the GOAT at that point. Yeah, because if LeBron gets um, another ring, he's already about to pass Kareem this year. All dude, he has to do like, is average fine, fifteen points man. a year. Like you make billions of dollars with your shoes and just you existing and everyone that mentions you, they have to pay you every time that they mention your name. And you, you're already the best basketball player of all time. Eventually, you're one of the best basketball players of all time. <laughs> just fuck off. You don't have to run he a He said team. his name a couple times in here. I ain't paying shit. Like, oh, yeah, no, I ain't paying you, bro. Yeah. I, I hope you don't ask me for money, Michael Jordan, because I'm not giving it to you. I think we would have to give him at that point. Is it trademarked? I hope not. If it is, we have um, to. Well, no, but is Michael Jordan going to be like opening up our podcast? Maybe he's one of them in Belgium. Oh, <laughs> shout out to Belgium, by the way. I already know Yo, I got to shout out Belgium at least once. One, an one quick thing about Belgium is that we actually did grow kind of a decent following in Belgium. We got up to thirteen active listeners. They're probably sitting there. Imagine they're listening, like they're sitting there losing our mind, their minds because we haven't released an episode in like a week. They're just like, oh my god, where are they? Like, just like. Going on, Shout I probably out Belgium. Well, when we take like a week off, I probably should like get out like a little video of like an update, like a yeah. like a twenty minute like podcast episode. Uh, but yeah, shout out to Belgium. Shout, shout out to our two random listeners in Spain. Um, shout out. <laughs> yes. Uh oh. <laughs> um, but the Hawks. Yeah, thank God we got off that Hornet shit. We got, we got, we got our big Trey Young fan here. I was a huge Trey Young fan until the whole fake, uh, the whole fuck Trey Young thing. I have no choice. I'm a. I can't push him that. I mean, I love it. I love that Trey Young is our enemy. Um, It's a good enemy to have because they got entertaining as fuck. The Atlanta Hawks. They got Dejounte Murray. My okay. My biggest win, and you guys might think I'm crazy that. My biggest win isn't the trade for DeJounte Murray, but the, the the trade for DeJounte Murray is why this is such a win, was them keeping John Collins. Oh, yes. 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 Every Yeah, bro. Yeah. Like a week before the DeJounte Murray trade happened, everyone was talking about Collins for him. And I was like, uh, like... He's beautiful. <laughs> like, and given, John, John Collins isn't like... A superstar player that's gonna go crazy yeah. and lead your team. Yeah. But I wouldn't have felt right to just fully give him up for DeJounte Murray, send him to a dying Spurs team that isn't gonna be doing anything. And all those trade rumors that they had. And yeah. and but but John Collins the last two years have also been very vocal about like not getting enough touches. And so, but I think he's a vital part of this team. He gives that energy. He's a great run uh rim runner. He's athletic as fuck. But I just think, bro, if for me, because uh, they're going to be I mean, as good as their role players. Are. Yeah, a guy usually you're as good as your best players, but they're going to be as good as their but as as good as their benches. Bogdan Bogdanovich has to have he has to do better. He has 100 percent. Yeah, he, he needs to. John Collins needs to stay yeah, healthy. Everybody needs to stay healthy. First of all. Yeah, of course. 100 percent. To me, that's every yeah. team. Barring I injury. love DeAndre Hunter. Love DeAndre oh, yeah. Hunter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As, a, as, the fifth, as the fifth best person in your rotation, that is nuts. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, the ball's going to be flying all over the court. You got two um, guys. You got two yeah. guys. <laughs> 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 Whatever. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> 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 
DeJounte Murray, uh, you got two guys who can literally run an offensive, an offense yeah. seamlessly. And to me, for this team to really, really be successful and unlock their tier, like their next tier, you got to have DeJounte Murray at the one, being that main distributor. Bro, have Trey Young doing the Steph Curry, bro. No, not like defensively, DeJounte Murray will guard the twos and shit like that. But, bro. So you would want the ball. Trey Young playing Murray Steph Curry, over... Trey Young playing a Steph Curry, running off screens, getting those open shots. Because DeJounte Murray ain't doing that. DeJounte That's Murray not is not a good shooter. That's not be my primary offensive focus. That can't. No, it's not going to be the primary offensive focus. I can't I'm have just the saying ball. to me. Nah. They're both Trae very above average points and assists last year. Huh? Trey Young led the league in points and assists last year. There's no That's way I'm taking the ball out of his hands. Bro, DeJounte Murray averaged like 10 assists last year, passing to nobody. Spurs, that like that, that the, the biggest misconception of the Spurs is that they didn't have players. They didn't have the best. They didn't have. KM. No, and their whole system is designed around ball movement. Yeah, like they, like literally, I mean, these Kelvin players Johnson are designed to be in these spots at this time. Maybe um, the old Spurs, not this current Spurs. Oh, no, they, these current Spurs are, but I'm talking about last year. Like they had like, there, there, there was a reason they were 10th and slash 11. I know I always make the joke. They were only there because the Lakers weren't, but they were still like a cool, like team with talent. Their, their record didn't show but nonetheless, I'm not taking away from DeJounte Murray. I'm just saying they're not winning. I just think winning. he needs to be the guy who's facilitating more. And I think Trey Young can't. has to be that guy who's going to shoot. Cause I feel it's like not he just needs to just be the other way. Well, yeah. yeah the they, the That's ball point. moving around is going to be the best option. What happens when Trey Young gets the ball? Tell me exactly. What's the immediate thing that happens when he gets the ball? Like off of a screen? No, I'm just like saying he, he gets the ball in his hands. What are defenses doing? Because, Regular because season you have triple to. teaming. No, not triple, but double. Because you have to. Regular he, season, that doesn't matter. DeJounte Murray is not going to draw the attention that Trey Young is. So you have to have the ball going through Trey Young's hands because what's going to be great about the Hawks is that you're not going to be allowed to really double him because of whoever else is there. But when you do, like you said, DeJounte Murray is going to be flying all over. <laughs> this dude's going to be a crack right, bro. And I don't know. I don't think the same thing is going to happen if you have DeJounte Murray having the ball in his hands the whole way. I like I like it. I like Trey Young playing the Steph Curry role, but I also think he's just such a better facilitator than Steph Curry. I feel like you would have to. I never say anything about Steph Curry's facilitating. No, but I'm saying like you want your best. Yeah, but I think them two are very comparable def- uh, facilitating wise, playmaking. So Jonte Murray and Trey Young, I think they are pretty like equal as far as like. I, passing IQ and shit and, and vision. For who? DeJounte Murray and Trey Young. How? All right, whatever. people are sleeping on DeJounte Murray's passing ability. I'm not this sleeping. This is crazy. I'm, so, but that's the thing is like you're comparing him to Trey Young, which is what makes it sound like we're just like, you know, just kind of like whatever to DeJounte Murray, but. One also one thing to forget about Trey Young is how good his chemistry is with Clint Capella. Oh, 100%. That's that's another huge thing is that I'm not saying the ball can only be in DeJounte Murray's hands. Right. Uh, like it's going to be That's in their how hands they're going to play. Amount. That's just how they're going to play when the ball is in DeJounte Murray's hands. Yes, well, they're what not going to play like is, that the entire no, game. What I'm saying though. is yeah, when when DeJounte Murray gets the ball, 
Trey needs to be a Steph Curry-esque player. I'm not saying that's how the system is going to get run at all for the whole game. I'm just saying Trey needs to develop that off-ball, run screens, this and a third, and then I think this team can unlock something crazy. I Do we think that they're a contender for the championship? You want me to shock you guys right now? I feel like they're missing the man in the middle. Give it to me, baby. I'm saying yes. I think that the Atlanta Hawks are going to compete for the for the championship this year. The reason why I say it is like like this team is disgusting. First off, but secondly, is got a lot of pieces. Their leader Trey Young has now gotten jumped in the playoffs. He's got <laughs> his shit absolutely fucking tossed and smoked He's in the playoffs. triple and quadruple team. The year before there. that, he actually led this team to the conference finals. Yep. I think he has enough playoff experience and experience in general now as a leader that's going to successfully lead this team moving forward where we're not going to have a question. Obviously, injuries play a concern, but with John Collins, who's going to start this season healthy, Clint Capello, who's going to start this season healthy, they're going to be able to keep these guys healthy. DeJounte Murray is going to take such a load off of Trae Young mm-hmm. as well. Like, we're not going to get these fluky ankle injuries that he kept getting last year um, with, you know, more just comfortability, more space, less double teams. And DeAndre Hunter, you guys might say that they're missing that piece in the middle. DeAndre Hunter's a dog. Very, very underrated because of the players that are around yeah. him. Well, yeah, because he can't be that number one guy because he's got to understand who they're going to play. That's why like, it's like <laughs> you gotta understand who they're gonna play. Like they're gonna have to play Milwaukee. Okay. They're gonna have to play Brooklyn. They're gonna play Milwaukee. Gonna have to play, play Boston. Philly. They're, they're the gonna... old Philly. This Philly. And if you think Clint Capella can't guard these guys, Clint Capella bet... can definitely guard Giannis. Not. I'm not saying stop him because nobody can stop him, but I think Capella can guard Giannis. To what end though? Regardless, Giannis he's still is gonna, gonna have it. thirty and ten. So it's just Giannis like, is gonna score. Okay, thirty Okay, so and 10 now on this is what this comes down to. Do you think Clint Capello can guard Giannis better than Drew Holiday can guard Trey? Mm. I think Trey can bake Drew Holiday for the simple fact that the John, can... Murray is gonna be a thing. But my thing is that I think Clint Capella could at least be in front of Giannis and stop him from doing everything that he's gonna do. Which is enough because, like, like, like I said, you can't guard. Him. He's yeah, no try one try to prevent him. He's not going to stop. No him. one is going to stop. It, this is a situation where I say, okay, we gave Kawhi and Andre Iguodala the Finals MVP. Let's let's just fucking mark off on Andre Iguodala's Finals MVP. But we gave Kawhi Leonard the Finals MVP, and we agreed with that because I mean, I no, I did that year. You know, yeah, yeah, I did. We gave him the, the MVP Andre, because yes, LeBron with. still got his. If we, it, you know, look at those stats. LeBron still very well had a very mm-hmm. good series, but it was the fact that Kawhi could stay in front of him and at least stop him at least slightly yeah, enough. So that but you got to understand how much how much better Giannis is now than he was then. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I'm saying is I think at least Clint Capella could get that job done, and then the rest of the team. John Collins like, is keeping bro, up with this, a lot he's, of he's actually shooting now. Well, yeah, but I mean, as... At a good clip. Click Capella, they throw him on Giannis. I mean, basically, he just has to stay in front, and Giannis is just going to get what he gets. And I love Click Capella. I'm not even, like... I think he can take just, away Giannis' shooting, at the nah, very least. I don't think so. And if you just force Giannis inside, that, that's just what he's going to do regardless. 
But I at least think, yeah, Clint Capella can stop that jump shot. You think they're beating? All right, so let's but just, that's the thing. That's what you're winning? unafraid you of. They're beating the, the Hawks. Had I think the no, Hawks no. out of everybody the out of everybody the in the league besides the 76ers, I think they have the best shot at beating the Bucks. Do you think they're beating the Bucks? They can. Yes or no? Do you think they're? I was the about to say, how do you really feel the Bucks when the, the Bucks and the Hawks play? Play Bucks. When they play in the playoffs, are winning. That's what you said. I think they can beat the Milwaukee Bucks. Yes. So you're taking the you're taking the Hawks as of right now without anything playing out. Yes, I'm taking the Hawks to win it all. Not to win it all. I have the 76ers for the story for everything, and we'll we'll dig into that. We'll dig into no, that. No, didn't. Hey, hey, I have hey, the story. I have the story. I can. Okay. Okay. They're number one. Number, my bad. If I, I said, can respect. If I said championship for the Bucks. My apologies. You I meant number one seed. Okay. okay. Number one seed in the East. For the 76ers, I have to stay consistent with the opinion that I made on our last show in which I said that I think within the next two years they're going to be holding up the trophy. I'm going to go with this year. That I don't hate that at yes. all. Yeah. But with the Hawks, if somehow we can pull up two windows and compare the Hawks to the Bucks, Giannis being one player that can definitely carry them over the Hawks, yes. But Trey Young and DeJounte Murray over Drew Holiday and Allen alone. Both teams are great defensive. John teams. Collins is going to be able to successfully go toe-to-toe with Chris Middleton. And then it comes down to what? DeAndre Hunter versus Brooke Lopez? I think they even each other out. I think they both put up the same amount of points. Brooke Lopez doesn't rebound the ball anymore. But then it just comes down to who's got the stronger bench. You got Bobby Portis off that Bucks bench. Giannis averaged 27.5 and 10.5 against Clint Clint Capella. That's good. That is good. You're preventing him from scoring 30. You're preventing him from scoring 29. You're preventing him from scoring 28. 27 and a half is a good number to have Giannis at. 10 rebounds? 10? This is a man that averaged 13, 14 last year. I think 27 and that was last year? No, this is all time. Oh, yeah, 27 and 10. This is counting Giannis in 2016. Yeah. When he was bad, okay, well, or not bad, I mean, but when he was now we have to start developing. fucking filtering. But okay, so, so <laughs> his he, last game, he gave him forty three and twelve. If he, filter, if he filters the last three games, if you don't take that the first two or three years of Giannis's career into effect, that number is a lot higher. Probably that filter is but at the same time. I still think, and yeah, whatever. Giannis scored forty three in his last game against him. I still think twenty seven and and ten, twenty seven and eleven is a good number that you could keep him at. Maybe I I'm just really high on Clint. I think you're a little high on Clint. Like I said, I like Clint Capella. But at the end of the day, I mean, I don't even think Clint Capella would be matched that up we got on... this past offseason? Hell no. Or pre- All I'm saying is, is for the Hawks to have a chance to win this, um, they would have to have Clint Capella on Giannis because if Clint is on Brooke Lopez and John Collins is on Giannis, Giannis is going to take John Collins out back and mm-hmm. like, like just shoot him like a fucking dog. Oh, 100%. It's got to <laughs> be Clint. It's got to be Clint on him. Yeah. But... I just feel so. I mean, I feel like we're all high on the Hawks, though, at least. Like, not as high as you, maybe, but I feel like we're all high on the Hawks. I just, I look at everything past this Capella and Giannis matchup, and I just see, I just would see Trey Young and DeJounte Murray just raising so much hell. Not that it cancels out Giannis, but everything else, how it plays out, like you said, bench. I mean, they got Bogdan Bogdanovich on the bench, they got both the Holiday brothers, um, I believe. Ooh, Holiday versus Holiday. The two bad. That's the thing, though. The Bucks just have the Bucks have championship experience now. Yeah, 
Yeah. Like so, I mean, in a play, in a playoff series, I I don't think I can go against Giannis. So my final opinion on this is I think the Bucks ultimately beat the Hawks. It's just I think the Hawks are gonna compete. Like they're gonna take. Oh yeah, they're gonna compete hellaciously. No, no, I'm saying like they're gonna take that series to seven, and we're gonna be sitting here like that's not far fetched. Like we're gonna we would what they took the last one to six. Yeah. 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 And it would be a debate. I think it would honestly be a full debate on who. I wouldn't be mad if this series actually came down to calls. Yeah, but like you said, with the championship experience and everything, I think the Bucks would ultimately win a game seven against the Hawks. But I still think we would still be sitting here having a debate. Like, if it was the Eastern Conference Finals, these two teams, I think going to Game Seven, that we would be a fucking phenomenal yeah. series. And that's what I'm saying is like I wouldn't be mad at that at all. Yeah. Those two, Trey Young and DeJounte Murray, I think they're miles, miles ahead of Drew Holiday and uh, Gary Allen, whatever the fuck that Grayson guy is. I, I don't respect him. So, Grayson Allen is a um, yeah. He does dirty fucking plays. He's a trash bag. Anyway, on to your championship. The 76ers. Team for this upcoming season, the 76ers. 76ers. Reason why I say that is... You got a lot of pieces this, this offseason. I feel like James Harden's about to come back a dog. I hope so. James Harden is about to be backed against the wall this year. And if there's one thing that, beside, besides the two times that he's had to beat the Warriors, which it's the Warriors. I mean, at the end of the day, it's the Warriors. Those are the KD Warriors. Um, when he's backed against the wall, he does good things. James Harden. When, he, when he's pressure cooked, when he's pressure tested. I truly, genuinely believe, believe he is co-aligned with the fact that he has to have a good, good year this year. For his legacy, for everything, he has to have a good year. Yeah. Um, I think he's aligned with that. And the other thing, and what I said last episode, is Joel Embiid. I think he's just sick of shit. <laughs> We're about to just see a very <laughs> wild year. He, he, he's, oh. he's, a, he's in one of my two guys that I have for MVP. And don't forget, like, they oh, traded Oh, he should have been MVP last year. Yeah, and don't forget that James Harden was traded for in the middle of the season. So yeah. I, I honestly don't think that we yeah, should that, take Yeah, that was much. one of my points on yeah. last episode was that, yeah... He came in halfway through the season, didn't really have time to build a rapport with the team or anything like that. So that, I think Tobias Harris suffered a lot from that. 100%. Yeah, because Tobias Harris sure. had to take a back seat. Yeah. But I think as we saw the season go along, especially in that last playoff I series, love. Tobias Harris and Tyrese Maxey. Tyrese I'll say I love Harden and Maxey as a duo. Them two feed off each other. Not a lot of people can guard that and, guy, Maxey. And Maxey at one point during the uh, playoffs last year, I remember, I, I remember somebody, I think Harden's, or one of them two were talking to a reporter about this, and Maxie didn't know how to do something in the offense, and he just didn't know how to, like, break down a certain yeah. part of a defense. And Harden, like, was breaking that shit down to him mid-play and it's saying, you need, to do here, you need to And, yeah, like, right. they, the, them two feed off each other so fucking yeah. well. And, bro, the, they, they got Melton from the Grizzlies this year. They brought in P.J. Tucker. Tucker, Daniel House, Montrez Harrell. Bro, they brought in pieces this year. Paul Reed. They still have Paul. Like, I love Paul. Paul. <laughs> I love Paul Reed, man. He's just a, I don't know why, but they open up betting lines for him to get triple doubles. And it's just like, ever since then, I just, I love him. But my thing is the whole P.J. Tucker thing. Um, I know I've, in the past, I've kind of criticized any of these teams that get P.J. Tucker. Um, but this in specific, he has a rapport with James Harden. Mm-hmm. And on the top, on top of that, he can keep Joel Embiid true. Um, he could keep Tyrese Maxey true. And you know he's going to give um, you 110%. Takes, takes a lot of emphasis off of Tobias Harris and Joel Embiid on the defensive end. Joel Embiid's not going to have to be that sole guy that's going to have to have every aggressive guy just yeah. coming into his chest. 
Um, so I, I love it. I love this team. And honestly, one really good team. Daniel House Jr. as well. They got him for yeah. whatever. This is a real James yeah. Harden team. This yeah. is a and but like James Harden nev- has never had a big man like now, Embiid with him ever. This is the thing, though, because again, right back to the question: Can they compete with the Bucks? Yes. Can they shoot it I out with this, the Nets? I think this. Like, I think this team could possibly. And now the question: next year. The real question. That may be the case is, can they do it all consecutively? Because I say yes, because when you think about the Bucks and you think about, um, what was the other team that you mentioned? The Nets. The Bucks and the Nets. They both suffer from the same thing, which is they have one primary guard defender, Drew Holiday and Ben Simmons. Whereas you're going to have to worry about the second guy. And either which way whether that second guy is James Harden or Tyrese Maxey out of the two, whoever they're not guarding, that's what it's going to be. I say, you know, it's going to be Tyrese Maxey. And yeah. now do you believe in Tyrese Maxey that much to yes. win you I think that entire series? Oh, Drew Holiday would pick up on Tyrese Maxey and Middleton would pick up on Middleton's a good defender. Middleton would pick up on Harden. Middleton's an above average. Okay, nah, Tobias I would hundred percent. Tobias Harris, I'll be. I'm okay with Tobias Harris being the guy who. You're really that. Has to, you're, you're okay with Tobias Harris being. I, I, if I'm the if I'm the Bucks, Tobias, I'm okay with Tobias Harris being the guy who has to go off. That's sneaky. I I don't shit on Tobias Harris, <laughs> but I'm just saying. I got sneaky deaky. If there. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not forget Tobias Harris is a guy that can give you thirty. He, he is one hundred percent. But if he's if it is solely like relies on Tobias Harris, I'll take those betting odds, one hundred percent. If I'm the Bucks or the Nets, the Nets, your point does fit though. They don't have a second uh, defender. But the beautiful the thing is that the Bucks, um, they're like Joel Embiid. Now the beautiful part is that Embiid's not going to have to guard Giannis. You have P.J. Tucker, yeah. who successfully guarded Giannis before. Yeah. And, and he's only 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, you're seven, throwing... Now, that, that he, takes pressure off of Joel Embiid to do more on the offensive yeah, end. Yeah, and then it becomes a situation that, like, V-Man likes to say, where his offense becomes his defense. Yeah, 100%. So... And last year, another big thing was whenever Embiid got off the floor and went to the bench, they had... No, like, they had DeAndre Jordan. Like, bro, <laughs> Montrez Harrell is a serviceable... Enough got a center energy. off the bench. He gives you energy, can Huge get you energy. points, and can get you rebounds. He's not a big def- uh, defensive threat, but at the end of the day, he can he can more than enough be serviceable as your backup big, which is I think was a huge hole for them last year, but without all the injuries that were happening to them. I know I I see them as and like I said with the story with everything. I think you know James story Harden. League. I just don't see James Harden letting. James Harden and Joel Embiid, both the combination of both letting this team lose. I think, you know, as much as I kind of criticized the trade a little bit in the moment that it happened, because I really didn't expect, I, I thought Harden was going to continue his bullshit. Um, but I also thought that the 76ers had to win last year, but now it's turning into a situation where their window has expanded a yeah, couple of years. A couple of years, um, yeah. Because they, team, didn't, they didn't really do anything stupid. They just yeah, got this, James this Harden and kept it moving. can be good for the next yeah. two because what yeah. I thought is they were going to get James Harden and they were just going to start doing a whole bunch of stupid stuff like yeah. a lot of these other teams have, but they got James Harden. They were like, all right, well, let's let's see how this goes. And I think I, I, I look at a championship winning team. But like I said, I also look at a championship winning team when I look at the Bucks or the Nets and the Hawks. So I feel like the big thing for them now is Tyrese Maxey starting. Yeah. 
and not coming off the bench. Oh, I got him. Oh, as he's, a two a, he's absolutely. I got him as yeah. a two guard, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Um, he's starting without a doubt. Nah, they got him I at the starting point. No right one now. could guard him. He's just he's, not a guy who's going to facilitate for you. I mean, Maxie, you could have you could have James Harden at the two being the facilitator when he's not. This makes more sense. His issue last year was doing a whole bunch of like making a bunch of rookie mistakes because obviously his first year wasn't a full year. He came in when everyone got COVID. He was like the one guy on the floor that could score, so he scored like forty or whatever. It was just on weird percentages. Um, it was just him out there. But last year, I think he got all of his rookie mistakes out the way. Yeah, he was bugging last year. Um, I I love it. No one could guard him when he's actually not doing dickhead moves. I was so surprised that he he went he fell twentieth right well uh, in his draft year. I was, he he was a top eleven twelve guy in that draft for me. For sure. Like on my uh, big board, he was like a top twelve talent to me easily. And when he fell to twenty, I was like, what the fuck? So the Sixers got to steal with that shit. Yeah. Got anything else for the seventy Sixers? I I believe in their their potential. I believe in their talent. It's it looks like Joel Embiid. This is crazy. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? This is crazy. No, am I wrong? Yeah. What? You're 100% wrong. Like Joel what? Embiid, bro. No, when I edit this, I'm going to put Joel Embiid next to you. <laughs> bro, I don't think he looks like Joel Embiid. I think he does, man. Let's we'll see what Steve thinks. Smelling. <laughs> <laughs> Joel, J O E L. And then Embiid is E M B I I D. Bro, in what world? It's the hair. It's the hair, bro. He thinks it's the hair. (laughs) In what world? The hair, the beard. You guys got kind of similar noses. I think it'd just be noses. Right. (laughs) Fuck you! Fine, it's because they're black. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> you don't at least see some shade of me, man. Shade. All right. Let's, let's oh, yeah. You're booking this um, All right. Way to go out, Sex. <laughs> Way to go out. Way to so, go out. So, we're going to need a new host starting yep. now. In closing, no. Steve is going to be like, welcome to the Build Different Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, the Miami Heat. Um, you know, to kind of continue on this little championship uh, string that we're on. I'm sorry, guys. I don't. Do we really got to do this? This these. I'll say. I feel like we've already talked <laughs> about the decent amount. The do we really got to do this? Is hilarious. Come on. I don't know. Like, cause like pulling them up. You know, they they lost. They lost PJ Tucker. Um, you know, yeah, Victor, which hurts. That hurts. Yeah, Victor Oladipo's coming into the season healthy. I guess that's good. They got Nikola um, Jovic, not Jokic, but Jovic. Jovic rookie. They resigned Udonis Haslam. I'm I'm kidding. Like I don't. I really think nothing of that guy. I'm sorry, Steve. <laughs> uh, but you know, I don't know. I think Kyle Lowry's on it on his way out the league. Um, just you know, he's like 36 this year, I believe. Um, Duncan yeah, Robinson, once he got, once he got Duncan Robinson is terrible. He's been dog shit. Uh, Tyler Hero's very distracted. I don't know you guys. I know you guys see him all in the news, just yeah. saying whatever um, that he like deserves the money. That you know when when he's on, he's on. Like I'm a bad mo- like whatever, dude. You still haven't had a good playoff series yet or a playoff performance yet. Um, in the bubble, he did, but not last year. Um, but. <laughs> 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 
Uh, Bam Adebayo, I think after last year, I'm really turned off from that guy. So I'm going to really need to see him come into the season and just be, Yeah, because that was awful. Yeah. I don't think we're going to get the same, you know, not, I wouldn't say luck because they are talented players, but I don't think we're going to, you know, see the same thing from guys like Yurt Seven. So real, real, real guys like Gabe Vincent. From guys like Dwayne, Dwayne Dedman. Yeah, Max Struess. Like, and then I feel happen. like that Miami Heat team, they was like a real heat of the moment type of team. What? Oh, good pun. What, the bubble team? No, last year. Oh, last year? Like, I feel like that's the potential. That's the max potential of that team. Max um, let's. <laughs> so, real quick. They lost PJ Tucker. You already brought that up, which yeah. is huge. Hurts. Who is the, who's running their fourth? They don't got Duncan, it. It's yeah, Duncan Robinson now. Duncan Robinson running their four. Yes, he's their starting four now. He's six seven. Awful. That's what I'm saying. And if Jimmy six, Butler, seven shooting guard. And if Jimmy Butler is going to come, I think it's going to be Butler who's actually going to be taking no. that position. But but that's what I'm saying. Like you see Jimmy Butler coming into the season with that hairdo. It's just like I just <laughs> I just can't not see them in the playoffs. I can. I, I don't see it. See, we need that Jimmy Butler back. Bring that. Oh, yeah. Back. If he goes back to that, I will sit here and say that he Throw the, the facial hair back and take the fucking extensions out, big boy. And, yeah, I know. I shouldn't be <laughs> judging a player by their looks, and I'm not making fun of this hairstyle. But what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. Cap. They're not extensions. Cap. What the fuck you mean they're not yeah. extensions? Dude, you literally appeared like a month and a half after the playoffs with this. Um, yeah. I, I really don't know. I haven't even thought about it. They must have straightened the fuck out of that to get it that long. There ain't no fucking way. You have millions of dollars. That's the best you can have. Any, any hair you want. Like, it, it could look a lot better. That's my issue is that that hairstyle could probably look yeah, a lot better. Yeah, exact, that exact same style of hair, he could have just done it way better. Could have paid maybe, like, a couple of thousands, dollar, thousands of dollars more to make it look better. I don't... All right, so real quick. The Heat are just not looking good this year as far as, like, all of this. Can you I please... Do you keep... see what I mean now? Oh, yes, but I still think they're going to be a playoff team. Why? Bro, they're just... They have that. Jimmy Butler's not doing the same shit he did with that hair. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can't actually take the hair into actual basketball. I can't. Get play. You know Jimmy Butler oh, goes no, stretches of the season where he's injured. <laughs> huh? You know Jimmy Butler's usually hurt for a stretch gets, of the season. Yeah, and if he gets hurt for any stretch of the season, it's I don't over. See him winning a single game. That's probably not. They're probably going to get, be getting blown no, out saying, out the water. Like, did, this this it's different this year. I'm saying. Like this year, we're talking about Kyle Lowry, who fell completely, fell apart in the playoffs. That seems like the Kyle Lowry that we're gonna get again. Probably. I mean, granted, he was injured, but he's old. Like, how old is he now? 35, 36? Something like that. I'm telling you, that 36. was the best that the Heat had to offer. <laughs> Some said he's thick. Kyle Lowry, thick as fuck. That's what he said. Anyway, um, <laughs> I just can't see them not being the playoffs. Do I think they're going to be a good team? No, they're going to be at the bottom of the East, unless somehow they do, like V-Man said earlier, what we all don't expect and always end up a top three seed randomly. They're going to need Jimmy Butler but to That's come the out thing. I feel like they're going to be completely polar opposite of what they were last year. Nobody's afraid of them anymore. I don't, that yeah. was their thing last year. Everybody was afraid of them. Everyone they worked harder than everybody else. They were physical is, with everybody. Yeah. 
Nobody cares man. anymore about that. I just shit. think I just think with their coaching, with their uh the team's uh just the team's DNA, I just yeah, they're gonna be a playoff team in my opinion. Do I think they're gonna be a good playoff team? No. Do I think they're gonna give somebody I feel like for their money? Probably their max not. ceiling is the sixth seed. I have them around the six. That's seed, if yeah. everything goes right for them. I have, yeah. I have them around the six seed. So, I I'm yeah. I just I don't have them making the playoffs. It's just pretty yeah. That would be their bottom. Yeah. So let's move on to a more fascinating topic because fuck the Heat, the Brooklyn Nets, the team that had all the news on them. Well, for actually, the whole off let's season. let's end with the Nets. Any opinion on the Orlando Magic? I like their pickups in the draft. Paulo Bancaro and Caleb Houston, very good pickups. Um, another year of development for that team, but that's it. It's, like, it's not a good... It's by Disney. Stay. Huh? It's by Disney. Disney. <laughs> but, I mean, like, they have a lot of... Look, look how many that's about have, it. Look how many fucking guards in the depth chart they have. They have so many so guards. Look at how many injuries, goddamn. Yeah. What I would like, do... Jonathan Isaac hasn't played since the bubble. And that's a problem. Back that's when that's going stay, on three years. Back when he years. stood for the anthem, it was that was a crazy. Going situation. on three years, he hasn't played. It's crazy. Yeah, they did throw the magic in the bubble for no reason, didn't they? Yeah. Oh shit, they do have Paulo. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Paulo um, Bancaro. They they brought back. Uh, he's not gonna make that much Bo of a difference. Bamba, they brought back Bol Bol. They still have Cole Anthony. Franz Wagner. Jonathan was a good Isaac is healthy. He year. now has a new injury, which is hamstring. Okay. Suggs. Okay, but my thing with this team, and it sucks that Markel Fultz is injured again. This team has so much talent. So much young talent. The unfortunate thing is for this team to ever make the playoffs, you're going to have to, one, get a star that will lead this team, and two, get a good coach. And three, make sure they develop, right? Because it seems like And honestly, magic, I don't think it should like be that hard for them to do that. Right. It's Orlando at the end right. of the day. Right. It's a great low, low, low location. So market. it's like. Yeah. My issue is I don't. I love Paulo Banchero, but as the number one, I really thought um, Jabari Smith. Yeah, you are about. super high on Jabari. I am. I just think that would have been perfect. I'm not I'm not low on Jabari whatsoever. I just. And I'm not low on Paulo Banchero. I just don't think, like. It's just another player you have to develop. I think I think like, Paolo develop, is just develop. more of an exciting player, but I think Jabari Smith is more of the all-around player. Yeah, yeah. but Paolo is definitely the more exciting. I think that I have more highlights. Be the player out that draft. Ivy, huh? Yeah. That's a, that's not yeah. a bad opinion. Yeah, I, I think Ivy has the highest ceiling of them. Or more. um, what's his name to the Kings? Keegan Murray. Keegan Murray's good yeah. too. Yeah. Keegan Murray was yeah. fucking. He's a dog. Given it's it's summer league, but he was fucking. Yeah, I don't know phenomenal. why people don't talk about him more, but yeah. Yeah, he's. We just know they're gonna fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> we just know they're gonna fuck him up. They don't even have his picture up, which is crazy. <laughs> like, bro, yeah, the disrespect of this man. Yeah, that is bananas. But yeah, that's my, it it's sucks for the magic because I like. Can, can you go back to the the magic death death chart real quick? They got um, RJ Hampton, then they got from the Nuggets. They got Gary. Yeah, because I love I got, love the combination of Mark Fultz and Cole Anthony leading your guards. Jalen Suggs and Terrence Ross is a good, you know, next shooting guards to have. Franz Wagner and Jonathan Isaac is, again, another good duo to have at small forward. Banchero and... Mo Bamba's my, my, my guy. Underrated as hell, yeah. And then you got Moritz Wagner and Wendell Carter Jr. I say Wendell Carter Jr.'s number. It's a team with just so much talent. RJ Hampton's randomly there. I didn't didn't even mention him. Didn't mention Gary Harris. That's another guy that has so much talent that's just being... 
wasted because he couldn't figure it out in Denver. No, he got he he had that um, really good year with Denver, got paid, but then he got injured twice, and he just hasn't had the same. Uh, sucks to see that really same sucks athleticism to see. and shit since he's gotten because like one through ten, it's a whole bunch of guys that that. Are talent like really, really talented? Like, yeah, 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 amazingly talented, but it's never gonna work. And, and there, just I just it. think Orlando's development system is fucking dog shit. But it, it's also a team where if they were to randomly make a run and just make tenth seed just out of nowhere, it's not. I wouldn't question it, bro. I, I, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised. Tenth, I, if they, I, I, I would be. Not, I, ninth, I would be like, whoa. No, I'd be. Uh, shocked. <laughs> that's crazy. I'd be shocked if but, they even made it into the play-ins at all. But if they if they push to try to fight for a play in spot, if they were eleventh, I wouldn't be shocked. I'm not really expecting too much. Well, yeah, I'm, yeah not I, at all. I, I not have at them all. as the second worst team in the. They're just going to continue to get top draft picks and not. Because I think I think the that should be, be scary be though. Yeah. Because if they get the right top draft pick, I mean, Bancaro, I say I mean, Bancaro can be the right one. Suggs, I say this Suggs year, had a very better second half than he did first half of last year, but it was it was a very Ray, crazy bad thought first here. Half I say year. this year you tank. And you trade that top draft pick for a top player. I think they have player. to try to tank. I think they're just going to tank. <laughs> but I think I would get, like, the first, second, or third pick and trade it for a top disgruntled player. Even if it's just, like, you really just need to see, like, these players right here, they just need to see victory. They just need and to you, see. And they're so, it's such yeah. a deep team, like you were talking the thing about. about their you can roster. take their top three pick and a couple young guys and give it to somebody, and you still have a deep roster. The thing that's nice about their roster is that they can literally take any star. And like it, they it can works. upgrade at any position. Any position yeah. you could be okay with, yeah. Like any one of their starters can calmly be moved to the bench yeah. without any question. Yeah. And just include and the guy who was on the bench, put him in the trade. Right. So, yeah, I just feel like yeah, they, they're. Uh, I feel like they're just development staff is fucking garbage. Oladipo didn't break out till he got out of well, there. Well, it's just a lot of bad luck. I mean, Harris wasn't good till he got out of there. Vucevic was good while he was there, but he also was there for like 10 fucking years. He had to show something in that time span. Yeah, he was. He was Captain Orlando for a while. But, yeah, he, he was like... He was rough. <laughs> Captain, <laughs> Captain Orlando was All nice. Right, so, do we have any opinion on the Washington Wizards? Now, this is actually interesting because if they stay healthy, which is their huge issue, is if that they can stay healthy, yeah, I mean, one could probably say that um, they are a playoff potential team. You got Beal and Porzingis in your start. I thought they made a really good trade. I think that trade in the offseason that got rid of um, Pope, Caldwell Pope, and they got Will Barton and Monty Morris. I thought that was a great trade. Terrible. What? Bro, they were the top three worst, de- five de- worst defensive teams in the league last year. Pope was their only defender. They Will literally Bar- have Will no- Barton and Monty Morris are no No, they are, they are, they, like, in the fucking, like, Bro. um, in in like percentages <laughs> per, per, per percentage, I really don't care that much. They they literally are they let they gave up their last good defender. Dude, they got Taj Gibson. They gave up, <laughs> they gave up their last good defender. And given I don't got any hopes for this team anyway, even if they kept Caldwell Pope, it just gives another person who needs the ball in their hands. Yeah. So and they already got like six fucking guys who need that. I, I think so I don't think that was a good trade at all. In my opinion. I'll if say they were this, a championship team that was trying to fill out the roster a little bit easier, phenomenal uh, trade. This team, For this is, team, it this was team not a good trade. is a playoff team if everybody stays healthy. But you know it's they're not. This is the thing. You know they're not going to stay healthy. That's this you is know what they're needs, not. Davis we need a, a boundary on that this pickup because it's like health is different for every team. Yeah. 
there's a certain level of health for each team that needs. I'm to saying be perfectly healthy. healthy. Yeah. See, that's <laughs> means, that's impossible. That's a big, it's, See, like yeah, exactly. For for example, with the Lakers, if we can get 60 games out of AD and 60 games out of Brown, we're fine. Yeah. I'm not yeah. hearing anything less than that. But those 60 games are the minimum requirement for that. That would I would be considered yeah. a a pretty fairly healthy season. But this Wizards, they need every player. Well, yeah, if you need to game. play all 82, chances are, bro, you're you're, you're not. You're yeah. I think low key well, just I, to make the playoffs. Well, I'd say 82, but I'd say I'd say you'd have to get 70 out of Kuzma, 70 out of Beal, and at least 60 out of Porzingis. Which I I can't I can't rely on that. And bro, I just because I love I loved like you said love Johnny Davis. Yeah, Johnny um, Davis is a dog. I think Rui Rui Hachimura is another person that you need at least sixty five seventy out of he him. Was and he was phenomenal can't. when he yeah. when Russ when was, was there. Helping, yeah, when Russ was but there, last year he distributing. He missed like the Rui whole first great. half of the season with like an eye injury or something. Then you will have Denny Avdia. Daniel which... Gafford is completely underrated. I Under, love him. Yeah. Um, he's, he's he's a pretty good guy. Just. Denny Advia, he's he's been very up and down his first couple of years in the league. Um, and bro, they're fucked. Beal signed a five year ext- five year extension, no trade clause. What he they are never going to be able to get a good return. Back I'm fine with him. that. No, because then that means they're going to be bad for another five years. Like bad. They he wants to win though. Yeah. So if they're not winning, he's gonna waive the no trade clause anyway. But you know, but for, he's, for he's a gonna team, pick where he wants to go. But here's so he's the gonna thing, Matt, team Look at this team. Isn't gonna give up a crazy package look at this for team. him. For for a team that nobody wants to go to, this is a solid team as long as they stay healthy. Like if you give me this, that's the thing though. You're only gonna trade Bradley Bill to a contender anyway. Yeah. Yeah, but most teams, if you don't have that no trade clause, they would give up a good a enough, more, yeah. a, a lot more. Then a team that he says, no, you can only trade me to this team. And so now that other team has all the leverage in the fucking world. So now the Wizards are going to be like, ah, do we really even trade him? Uh, but that's really the thing, though. I feel like, I, about to say, I feel like that's kind of like, you're kind of looking too deep into it. Because like if Bradley Beal open, openly comes out, which he probably will, like, all right, if I'm not going to play for the Wizards, I'm playing for somebody that's going to win a championship. I'm pretty sure the Houston Rockets ain't going to go out their way to try and make a trade package for him. Because, like, all right, nigga, we're not going to win anything no time soon, so what are we even bothering for? So I feel yeah, like that would narrow the market from there. I don't really think that the no trade clause is going to matter. Too much. I think it's going to matter in three years when it's all going. Bradley Beal's he's a 30 points per game player. Kyle Kuzma's great, in my opinion. I think he fits perfectly next to Beal. It's, I think the big question mark is going to be Don't over Porzingis. You're just mad about Lakers shit. He's not ass. He had a good ass. year last year. He's ass. Ever talk to me about that. He, he won a champion. He helped us win a championship. He ain't help us do a damn thing. <laughs> Don't don't. Oh no, man. Don't. He don't. he averaged seventeen and nine on forty five percent shooting. I I like it. You're a Knicks. You're a Knicks. Knicks fan. You're a Knicks fan. What does that got to do with anything? You like anything? He never productive. should have got rid of him. Called up. <laughs> <Bill. laughs> Jesus. You like anything productive? Damn, that's right. But th- yeah, whatever. <laughs> All right, so that's gonna lead us on to our last team in the East. No, I'm kidding. Um, so the last team, and then we're gonna cut this short, and we're gonna get out of here. Split this into two episodes. The Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn Nets. They had the most tumultuous offseason as far lie. as in the news. 
This is going to sound crazy, but I'm up on Brooklyn. I'm up on them too. If you search Brooklyn Nets death chart, ESPN has that bullshit where it just only gives you like two sometimes. You can go on some of those other two you see, and then it'll have it. Yeah. I love this team. I, I, I like it a lot. I think they're missing a center, but I love this team. I love the team basketball-wise. Yes. Kyrie got to stay the fuck out the media, bro. Yeah. He has to. Yeah. But that's You the- can't, like, that's going to wear on this team mentally if he keeps doing what he's doing. And we already know some of these players are mentally fucking worse. Especially, all right, now, especially, like, from KD's point of view. All right, you just come off of a horrible, not horrible season, but horrible ending season. Boom! You just want to leave all that. Yeah. You just want to leave it. That's kind of what he start was fresh. To do. I can't start fresh if you're still doing the same things that you were doing. Mm-hmm. That's a fair point, but I don't think we're gonna get any stupidness out of this team. Now, the reason why I say that is the biggest thing is that Ben Simmons. So I don't know what's possessed this guy to be so open with the media right now. Yeah, I don't. He's doing interviews. Like I love it. Right. I love it. This is different. Like, we're actually seeing Ben Simmons as someone that's being outspoken. He's actually talking about things. Like, whatever's going on in Brooklyn has Ben Simmons active in the media. I think when these three get on the court together, game one of the season, I think they're going to love playing together. It's going to be phenomenal. Because Ben Simmons, he's not going to have the pressure to shoot next to those first three that are above him on our screen right now. Um, And then you have Seth Curry off the bench. Uh, But... Uh, th- don't even. Joe Harris and Seth Curry man, is such a fucking. Um, ben Simmons just needs to go out there and play to, basketball. That's it. That's yeah, it. And there, I think this team do gives what him your that. role is. He's next to people like Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. You've mentioned Kevin Durant um, in the same light before. Those two right there, those players, they just go out and play basketball. Yeah, bro, they're and that's hoopers. what you need to instill with Ben Simmons, which I think makes those two the best teammates yeah. for him. And again, there's not going to be the pressure that he had in, in Philly because in and Philly, what what shooters did Ben Simmons have? That's what I was gonna. That's what I was gonna say. I was gonna. Say, fucking JJ Redick. Five years ago, four years ago. Like, but that's what I was gonna say. J, ben Simmons has never had offensive like re, ridiculously offensive talents next to him. I think like he's this. gonna establish Joel himself Embiid as a top is point a guard. Different, again. Joel Embiid is. He's not even gonna play the point guard position this year. He's gonna be. He's gonna do like a power forward role, but he's gonna have like a Draymond like effect. Like he's gonna be the that. ball handler. But um, he's never had offensive threats. Like the this. most Joel effective Embiid is the only person he's ever. All had. you gotta do is let him run the point from the high post. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's it. That's it. He will dominate from that position because I've seen him do it already. Yeah. I think he's going to find fucking Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving so beautifully. If and you they... don't ever need to shoot. If you're fucking open standing there, sure. Take the fucking shot. Don't be a bitch. Just take it. But, like, you don't have to have the pressure shooting. You have a lot of shooters on this team. And they brought in another good defender, Royce O'Neal, and he can stretch the floor. I was going to say one Royce underrated. O'Neal and TJ uh, Warren is a fucking phenomenal bench piece for them. Yeah. Phenomenal. Well, I don't know. I'm I'm leaving my opinion of TJ Warren out of it for right now just because he hasn't played since the bubble. True. So true. I don't know what we're going to get out of that. I mean, guy. last time we seen him, he was putting up 50 left and right, but it was the bubble. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. And um I I overall it's I think they're missing this. I think yeah, at the Mark end of the day when when they're going to when it comes down to winning, um yeah, the, like Kyrie, you got to you got to do your thing, man. Just play. 
Just play. Even even if you you're a distraction, just fucking play. Hoop hoop your ass off. Like, That's it. Ball. You are one of the best talents to ever ever walk on the court. That's the thing with KD. Stay healthy. You're one of the best to ever do it. Ben Simmons, I honestly believe he's going to be one of the best to ever do it when it's said and done as long as he stays on the court. And I just think that's going to happen. I think he's comfortable in, in his environment, obviously, if he's doing all this talk. <laughs> you ain't shit. But what, <laughs> I ain't said nothing, man. I ain't even said nothing. If ben, listen, if Ben Simmons <laughs> has a full career from this point to the end, I think we, he, we will be saying he is one of the best to ever play. He has that talent. I don't care. He doesn't have to shoot. He does not have to develop a jump shot. I'm not, saying, I'm not disagreeing. It's just, that's a tell, strong, tell me what that's per, a how's strong that a statement. How's it a strong statement? Not a stretch. It's a strong statement. He has a lot of work to do to yeah. overcome the narrative. That is that's a fact. And how he does that is, like I said, if he plays, if, if he plays shoe, every se- gone, if he though. plays every season from this season forward, he's gonna get rid of that. If they narrative would have chipped this year, that narrative. He's is that gone. talented. He's he was. What he he did win the defensive player of the year? Did he come in second? Second to Rudy Gobert. For Came in second. Reason. Exactly. Second defensive I had him player as of the my year. Defensive player of the year. That he year. rebounds the ball. He facilitates the ball. His assists are by. I I honestly wouldn't be surprised if he's averaging nine or ten assists. I mean, he, he surely averages eight and a right. half every year. We won the year, one of the so. most hyper offensive so, teams in the league. Yeah. With, with Kyrie and Katie getting a lot of attention, he's going to get random easy buckets oh. in the paint. So I'm honestly predicting a season of about you know fifteen, ten, and eight. He does that consistently every yeah, he single does, year. He does 16, That's 17, fine. Every that's year, what they're so. expecting from him. That's yeah. all they need that's him to do. That's what I'm saying. If he does that year in and year out by the end of his career, that's a that's one of the best to ever do it. And when I say one of the best, I'm not saying like top 50 of all time. I'm saying like he'd be on NBA's yeah, 75th yeah, right. anniversary all right, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he'd be on their 100th anniversary yeah, team. Whatever. He'd be sitting around like 82. Yeah. He's just better than the average player. But as they stack up against other people, it's just going to be interesting. I can't. This is one team I can't wait to watch. Honestly, I'm excited for a lot of teams. Hell yeah. And we, bro, I'm Hell excited yeah. for a lot of teams in this East. We haven't even gone over the West. Like, I'm excited for a lot of teams in this in this fucking league this year. Man, it's going to be a good one. The West is hell. I don't West, care what bro. nobody says. Really? I don't care what nobody says. The West like you search, you search the Eastern Conference standings and the entire WNBA. <laughs> yeah, they're pushing this. Nar- yeah, they're pushing this narrative. Od, um, bro, just for the podcast, I'm gonna piss everybody off. I was in a bar one time. We were actually there. Um, not a bar. It was uh, Applebee's, but they had the TV. We're at the bar in the Applebee's. Oh, God, bro, they had a WNBA game on. Oh yeah. We were sitting there. We for- decided to watch WWE SmackDown instead of looking at this TV. Yeah, yeah, we were watching SmackDown because WNBA Sheamus game was and so Jeff bad. Hardy were in the brawl of a century. They were, they were having a brawl in a bar, <laughs> but um, we were sitting there for like 15 minutes, and this WNBA game was on. The score for each side only went up like six points <laughs> over those 15 minute spans. My issue is like I, I don't, don't, I don't know. I would love... and I'm not saying every WNBA player is bad because they're not. There's some dogs out there. There's some of them where like they can shoot, they can handle, they can, they would yeah. fucking smoke. I would me. love to watch the NBA but... if there was like if and again if the female. Uh, it's a crazy statement. If the females were talented. So like, obviously, <laughs> yeah. obviously they're, they no, have no, their individual. No, no. I'm not talent. saying. I'm not asking to get canceled because I'm going to explain what I mean. <laughs> is that we often like we we turn it on and it's just like a whole like they're, they're hitting the bottom layups. of the backboard going up for layups. Like, uh, that's hitting, a fact. Like, my thing is that the issue and 
what I, w- I wish this revolution would change, and the reason why I wish it would change is because it doesn't start with this situation with that WNBA. It starts earlier than that. Mm-hmm. It starts, like, when you go to high school, like, high schools aren't putting enough into their fucking women's basketball teams. Yeah, That's the, girls, where the girls' basketball team? Hell no. They get to college, and college is cool and all, but, like, when you, when you think of the WNBA in general and the opportunity is that it's not really an opportunity. A lot of these women <laughs> that go through their full ride of college know that they're not going to really make money when they go to the WNBA. You know what I'm? You know what I'm also thinking to add on to what you're saying because everything you're saying is right. Yeah, is like, bro. At the end of the day, like, yes, there are a few WNBA players who that are really good. Are, no, I'm not even talking yeah. about good. I'm talking about just physical attributes. There are a few WNBA players who are actually like decently tall, like six, eight, six, nine. Doesn't even have to be about a tall. But, no, but. Majority of them are floating under six foot, so it's just like to get the because everyone's talking about well they're not getting paid enough they're not getting paid enough they're not getting any views because it's not interesting. Dunk to make it interesting. You know how rare a dunk is in a WNBA game. Lower that rim. People are talking about well it's equality. You don't need to. We don't want to be babied by lowering. Fuck that. I want to see an interesting game. I want to see you guys have more of a chance for to be me, good. For me, it goes you know how interesting it would be to watch a female get an N1 dunk? Oh, my God. <laughs> bro, I would go nuts bro, in my living room, bro. I would go nuts. crazy, bro. It's not, <laughs> bro. That shit isn't even about equality. I would go insane. I want to watch it. But you you guys are hurting yourselves by thing. wanting to be like I can't. the NBA so much. I watch the WNBA, and that's the thing. Is like it's not even for me. It's not even about the fact that they can or can't dunk. Because for me, I don't care to just bring excitement. Listen, I would go nuts. No, but that too. that's what I'm saying. Though that that's where the excitement comes from. Oh yeah, for sure. They don't give off no excitement. But it's literally also, layups or a three pointer. Layups or a three pointer. Start with just playing fundamentally good basketball. Because that's my issue. Is that like is I true. tune into these WNBA games. And it's just a lot of sloppiness, a lot of just it's like shots to watching shoot. basketball in the like 60s. He- heaves from like, it's like watching SCLA lunchroom ball. Hey, chill out. Chill out. We had Andre Barnett. Keep that in. We're cut, no, we're cut. Nah, keep <laughs> that in. Keep that in. The 518 knows who that is. Keep that in. We're not trying to be the 518. Oh, man. The 518 knows who this man is. Oh, man. So I want y'all to hear that. Well, my thing about the WNBA is it all starts from high school. You got to start the revolution from the beginning. You can't look at the end product and just shit on it because it all no one's putting enough into high school basketball. There's not a lot of promise coming out of college. Like you're just going to the NBA and now this whole Britney Griner situation is highlighting the fact that they have to go to Russia to continue to make their money. It's the whole thing is messed up. It's not just that LeBron makes billions of dollars and the women don't. Look well, at the business model. WNBA more pulling in the money to pay these women, regardless. So you're gonna make you're gonna put the NBA in some kind of debt to to fund this. It. Furthermore, to Matt's point, then they just need to they just need to change their game. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't need to be the exact thing because it's NBA. like you can't really expect somebody to just pay for something and they're not really getting what they paid for. Like, I want to watch you good basketball. For, yeah, at first, the end of the day, I just want to watch First and ball. foremost, I want to watch a good basketball game. Like, bro, and I'm those not two games that, that we went to are the reason why it's it's not a good good basketball product. It's just the whole thing, the whole organization, the whole system from high school and on. It's just not made for success. Like those two games that we went to, yeah. were great. Yeah, they were great. Yeah. And the Lakers and Pistons had two horrible seasons, and we still Love were entertained game. by that game. Hell yeah. 
because good ball is being played. Right. Even though they were not the great worst, teams the worst in the team league. in the NBA is at least a team that you can watch. Right. There's only a hand. A There's couple. like two teams that I would watch yeah. for the WNBA. No, I'm not gonna lie. The chick who I don't did she win? MVP? I think she won Finals MVP this year. Yo, she's a dog. That white Asia, girl. Yeah, she's a fucking yeah. dog, bro. But Sadra. like, it's just like there aren't many players you can say that about in the WNBA, and it's just like they're not being right. low key. Mom, <laughs> Kobe, Kobe was he was about to be the next gen. Uh, he was about to bring the next generation of girls. Like, oh, I thought you were basket, women's okay. basketball. Up. I was like, what the hell are you about to bro, say? Kobe was, <laughs> Kobe was huge into teaching oh, man. Uh, oh, girls yeah. basketball, bro. Gigi man. was about to fry them. Gigi, Gigi she was going to destroy goal. them. Oh, yeah. She would have revolutionized women's That's basketball. Sad. I find really, really sad to think about. Who's Candace it's... Parker? Who's Brittany Griner? Gigi would have smoked yeah. all of her records. Yeah. Would have gone crazy. Don't talk about Brittany Griner. Don't bring weed to Russia, guys. It's a bad look. Wow, what a first episode of being in a studio. The energy is so much better. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Everything like look how like uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put up a picture just how clean this actually looks. This is this is gorgeous. Matt just gets to say more dumb shit than Phyllis. <laughs> <laughs> do, I say dumb, do I say more dumb shit on the computer? <laughs> Matt, you're the big bullshit guy, man. How, we, uh, I respect cool. your opinions. You do have a lot of good opinions, but you are the big bullshit. Guy. <laughs> Like, I'm I think like, well, if you went on a tirade about Chris Webber randomly once. Not a like, bro, like, Chris Webber. Like, you gotta you know, for a minute, no, for, for a minute, what? What did he do? It was 37 seconds. He's sticking to it. It was 37 seconds. Give him his flowers for what? Give him his flowers. Oh. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, so on that note, our light on that camera went down. Um, we are that back. Was, that was another good episode. Uh, we're we're going to be back. We're going to be getting a lot of content out. We we got the whole studio created. We got a logo that wasn't included in this, a neon logo. It's going to be right there. Um, like, share, subscribe. Uh, follow these guys on their Instagrams. I don't know what they are. You're just going to have to find it. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know if you guys want to plug your social medias or not. Bro, we'll, we'll edit it in. I don't give a fuck. We'll have it somewhere in there. We'll have it somewhere in there, bro. just like, you'll do Yo, your job, Saxby. Yeah. Don't worry. Do what you do with the baseball crew, man. So with that being said, we love, we love you guys that listen. This was a wonderful episode. Can't wait to edit this one. We're going to get you with part two next Western week. Western Conference next week. Wes, that's going to be a fun talk about the Lakers. I can't wait for that. Yes. I can't wait for that. We're cutting that out. <laughs> but uh, have a good night, everybody. Thanks for watching. Let's get it.